The following is a world-class Bullshitters exclusive. Welcome to World Class Bullshitters, the epitome of pop culture. I'm your host, Jeff Hicks, and with me tonight is the one, the only, Dion Green. Dion, are you in another solar system? We can barely hear you, man. Well, anyway, while you get that audio fixed, let's say hello to the Bombay bad boy, Big Rig Nikutam. Ho, 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 motherfuckers. Glad to be here on this wonderful Thursday. Damn right, it is a wonderful Thursday. And finally, what makes it even better is our final host for the evening. Say hello to American Ramrod, Coach Kendo Slice. Yeah, I'm here. I got nothing. <laughs> well, welcome. Now, see, Kendo might have nothing, but this show has got a lot tonight because, folks, we're talking about the trailer for Beverly Hills Cop 4, an action movie, a legacy sequel that looks fairly decent in the 2020s. Who are we to get our hopes up? But we're not going to be talking about that yet, but we're also not going to only be talking about that. Beyond Axel Foley, we're going to be talking about Iron Claw. We're going to be talking about an anniversary, holidays, and a whole lot more. But before we start tonight's show, folks, hit that thumbs up button to let YouTube know that you enjoy this content so we can get in that algorithm's good graces, which is kind of weird because for as much as we fight the algorithm uh, here on YouTube, today we crossed another milestone. We're now at 195,000. Yep. Yanni is calling in from a walkie-talkie. I didn't even say anything. What do you mean? I'm getting all your feedback. He's like Rice Krispies to the max. <laughs> Damn, I'm not, I don't know why it's doing that. Your old pal Buffalo Jeff can fix it for you, Dion. Just don't drop the soap. See, we can make it weirder. Or <laughs> Two minutes do. and 30 seconds in. Already, already Buffalo Jeff. Yeah, man. Tis the season for Buffalo yeah. Jeff. Far, is it really, really though? Out. Is it really? <laughs> it's always the season of Buffalo Jeff. See, folks, Buffalo Jeff's been on a little bit of a break, but he'll be back in 2024 to torment Dion and show up around the holidays again. So just uh, make sure WCBS is always your number one most watched YouTube channel here on the platform. And uh, expect a lot. We, The guys and I, we got some plans for next year. We're excited to implement them. And uh, tonight, well, we're just going to start by giving you a good show. But let's start out tonight's show by giving some shout-outs to wonderful people. Now, even though he won't be joining us, he was here to get the crowd all riled up. Thank you, Joseph Bienowich. We also have Macho Man, Tranny Savage. Okay. <laughs> Shrevels08. We have Clone Geek. There's James Unchained. Layden Swallow09. Uh, who else we got? Lots of people like Miss Ninja Julian, Master Marlbrus, Sci-Fi Horizons, Neil352, and a whole lot more. So, folks, thank you for watching. Hit that thumbs up button, and it's time to start tonight's show. Uh, Dion, how you feeling, man? You have a family, uh, a big family, actually, and we're getting close to Christmas. Are you excited that you got the Christmas spirit yet? Yeah, they're they're uh, they're all over the place, man. So they're they're super excited. You know, asking questions about Santa. We had a uh, kids party. Uh, last night at work, D2 forgot that he's been there before, so he was a new thing. It was a good time, man. It was a good time. Everyone's pumped, ready to go, as long as they don't, you know, fuck up the whole program. <laughs> I just remember at that age, all I cared about 
was not the Christmas presents, but not having to go to school for two weeks. Because I went to Catholic school, so they gave us a huge Christmas break. We didn't get spring break. We got like Easter weekend off. But when it came to Christmas, they gave us like almost three weeks off school, and it was awesome. So that was why I loved Christmas from, you know, like age seven to age 14. It was the highlight of the season. Big yeah, apparently, apparently now, like even with snow days now, like you don't really get a day off because apparently they're going to start like Zoom calling you into class and shit like that. You know, they always say that technology makes life better, but that is the first time I'm hearing it. And I go, man, I'm glad we lived in the technological dark ages by comparison. Yeah, oh, no, we no, had... we, they don't really do that anymore. So like our district, we used to have uh, virtual days, but they canceled yeah. that. So now it's either a snow day or a two hour delay. Okay. All right. Yeah. Because so I, 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 yeah, I was, I was, just, days. yeah. So I was, I, I, I was thinking that in general. I was like that, because like that blows. Like snow days are fucking awesome. That blows if you just had to be like, well, you know, here's an email. You know, get the fuck on on the computer in your PJs and let's do this. Nope. Got rid of that. Like the the work from home stuff went down the drain as soon as the COVID was over. But I feel like that's because a bunch of people ruined it for the rest of us because they probably didn't actually work while they were at home. Yeah. And, um. They, we did virtual days. We still had to report to the school. We did. And uh, they got rid of that because of like safety for the staff or some shit. Well, I'm just, uh, I'm happy the kids get those days off. When I was a senior, we had like a, like a weird blizzard roll in and like a, a whole week off of school and just, you know, like middle of February. It was awesome. <clears throat> Dude, there was a, we, we, we had a couple of flu outbreaks when I was in school where like the entire, the entire county was down <laughs> for like a week. <laughs> Hey, Dion, yeah. remember the time we had an actual snow day at Michigan State University? Yeah, the first one that had happened in, like, fucking 40, 50 years or some crazy shit like that. Yep. And of course, won- of course, it's, of course, when you two knuckleheads are there. Dude, you were. Storm happened. We were just, you know, we were just there and enjoyed in the fruits and the labor. That's all, you know, shit. <laughs> yeah, we went out to the Walmart. Excuse me. We went out to Meyer and bought alcohol. Yep, that's right. Yeah, you got to hunker down. You, you got to survive in those situations. That's right. You never know when a Midwest crazy snow son of a bitch is going to show up. You got to you got to be ready to go. Get ready to drink. Yeah, I'm the. I bought milk, Mountain Dew, and vodka. It was a, <laughs> it was a <laughs> yeah, dude. I hate I, I hate when they even announce a uh, announce flurries in the South. That's the dumbest shit. I swear to God. People go people go nuts like it's gonna be. You gotta movie. have your milk, egg, and bread, or else you're gonna die. Yeah, that's exactly how it is. Exactly how it is, and I fucking hate it. It's it's terrible. Well, uh, you know, fingers crossed. I'm not trying. Well, I don't have any wood to knock on, but it hasn't snowed here yet, so we have like oddly warm weather. It was in the 50s again today, so I nice. wish we would keep it up like this. I could use a nice warm Christmas. I don't need a white Christmas. It's just snowed uh, here last night. Is it, did it stick? Yeah, but it wasn't enough to fuck anything up. I still had to go to work. Oh. Everything was normal. But I do like how I get emails from the good people at Texas Tech University whenever there's snow and they cancel classes and things like that. Man, I am so looking forward to living in that state. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, folks, let's start tonight's show proper with the word of the day from Shrubbles08. Thank you, Shrubbles, for your super chat. He says, the word of the day is poll. Scrooge with poles, Beverly Hills pole, the day the put the pole stood still, and Dion Green and white women pole dancers. Always singing it again. Polling Miss Daisy. <laughs> polling Arizona. 
Snakes on a pole. The Pole Brothers. A fistful of pole. Clear and present pole. Hot pole time machine. That still works. Hot tub pole machine. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Um, this is pole fire. Dion, we can't hear you. I can I can barely hear you in the back. We can't hear you, buddy. The back to the pole, a stripper saga. <laughs> no. Poor Dion. Uh, He's got yeah. this nice, wonderful new setup, and it's just like... Exactly, folks. That's what Dion like, thinks. It's like he's on a probe flying to the end of the solar system, or losing him. He's he's on Voyager Earth. too. <laughs> uh, we got how Stella got her pull back. That's a good Stella one. Stella got her pull. Oh God. Uh, Star Trek: The Wrath of Pull. Twelve Angry Pulls. Pull Warrior Princess. Pull the Vampire Slayer. I can't hear him. <laughs> oh. Oh, God. Avengers Infinity Poll. There you go. Avengers Infinity Poll. Oh, God. It's just a two-hour movie of Hulk and Black Widow, and you've seen that gif, so there's nothing <laughs> else. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I mean, could we could we have the, the, the woman scene, like the, the entire woman scene again, but different with just the poll? Yeah. See, that's what's going to happen. Like, I don't know. You guys don't follow the toys the way I do, but Marvel is re-releasing their infinity saga figures for like the fourth time now and so i'm waiting for them to start re-releasing the same movies but give them special edition changes and maybe one day nick we'll get the pull edition of avengers infinity war or excuse me endgame <laughs> and then the girls get it done scene will be actually popular yeah 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 i don't know man it's god yeah i'm, I'm done with those movies I, I don't care anymore i really don't well, don't worry. You don't have to watch one next year. There's only Deadpool, which I'm sure we'll watch because Deadpool is a little different than your regular superhero film. But, uh, folks, we only have two more episodes of the year left. Wait, no. Tonight and next week. Yeah, tonight next is, week. Uh, yeah. We have two more, folks. So uh, let's have some fun tonight and let's start tonight's show off. So everybody hit that thumbs up button and let's start talking about the big topics. Of course, you know this episode of World Class Bullshitters is brought to you by me, Jeff Hicks, and my graphic novel, Stealing Solo. It answers the world's greatest what-if question. What if a group of disgruntled Star Wars fans kidnap Harrison Ford and force him to remake Star Wars in their basement? You know the rest. It's laugh out loud funny. Best Star Wars parody since Spaceballs. Get yourself a copy for the holiday season. Now, folks, I'm a man of my word. I've told you, if you buy a copy, I will ship it out by 3 p.m. the next day. I have shipped everybody's book on the day they have bought them. So if you want to get yourselves a copy before the holiday is here, you still got 11 days till Christmas. Plenty of time to get a copy of Stealing Solo. So go to stealingsolo.com right now, which is powered by Shopify. Get their award-winning safety and security when you buy from stealingsolo.com. And get yourself a copy of that book. We're running a holiday special right now, 50% off the Fandom Menace Edition, which means you get four books for the price of two. And all orders over $40 before tax gets free shipping. So folks... Celebrate this holiday season by giving a Star Wars fan, a comic fan, a fan of anybody, anything that likes entertainment. Give them something they can't get in stores and won't be available uh, for much longer. That's Stealing Solo, a Captain's Parody. And uh, Kendo? Yeah. What, 
whatever happened to that van that you stole for the comic? You think we'll ever give that one back? Will that be in the sequel? Will fans get to know about Brandon's van and stealing I Solar sure hope so. I, I honestly, I think, I think the van must live on. We can't just like let the van, you know, not become what it it is. I mean, it's it's lore at this point. It it should be it should become more than lore. It should become a trope. <laughs> should we, I agree. we leave it down by a river? I'm sure there's a way we could fit leaving it down by a river someday. Oh, fuck, yeah. Fred. Stop clawing me, asshole. Goddamn cat. I know you're all happy to see me, but fuck you. I love animals. I do, too. So let's talk about something that's making a lot of people happy. The new Beverly Hills Cop trailer dropped today. And for the first time in a long time, we're talking about one of these legacy sequels, one of these revivals. One of these movies that is really, in a way, past its prime, but this one actually looks okay and pretty fun. So we're going to go around and talk about our thoughts of Beverly Hills Cop 4. I'll go last. Uh, Dion, if your audio is yes. good, you are my Beverly Hills Cop brethren. Brethren, excuse yes. me. What did you think of the teaser trailer on Netflix? Um, Thank you. Thank you so much, StreamYard, for being so fucking helpful. But I was very excited. That the news when it dropped was it yesterday. Watched it when it came out today, and it actually looked pretty good. It looked pretty good. It didn't look like they were going too fucking hard on the member berry thing. Um, uh, I was worried primarily because obviously there was the online online rumor that it wasn't going to be a comedy. So I was like, oh shit. And then after watching the trailer, a lot of those concerns were put to rest, at least for now. Um, but it, it looked like it didn't take, I guess it didn't, it wasn't going in the direction that got it in trouble with the third one. And it definitely didn't seem like there was any hangover, you know, from that small of a, of a trailer from the Brandon T. Jackson spinoff that they were going to do either. So it looked like a straight up Beverly Hills Cop feature fucking film with Eddie fucking Murphy. And we see Judge fucking Reinhold, you know, even excited to see Kevin Bacon. So it looks like it's actually trying to be a good movie but as with everything you gotta be you gotta be careful with eddie murphy man but i'm I, i'll say that I'm, I'm excited a little bit hesitantly but i'm excited well said uh nick what were your thoughts oh i was as, as soon as as soon as dion dropped the the fucking trailer in the chat i was like i need to watch this right now and i was like laying in bed i was like this is really good this is really really good so I don't know, it looks it looks action packed. We get yeah, we we got we got a few member berries, you know, some some you know some things going on. Um, I'm glad the the team's back. I'm glad we we got some of the old old people back in there. We also got uh, Joseph Gordon Levitt's in there as well, which is kind of odd, but you know, I guess whatever. Um, that's fine. He's he's a pretty good actor. But also, I love I love that the trailer ended with like all th all three of them in the fucking car. Yeah, uh, Taggart, Billy, and Axel. <laughs> That was really I'm so good. Glad Taggart's back. Um, yeah, dude, hundred percent. We also got uh, oh, what's his name? Where is it? Uh, Paul Paul Reiser. He was there. Yep. I'm glad. I'm glad he was there. That was awesome. Um, it looks like he's uh, slightly ab ab above Axel. I think in rank for sure. Um, but yeah, no man. It looks it it looks promising. Looks good. The only thing that sucks it's like it's it's like six to seven months away. So. But I, I also love how they kind of like tease at the fucking like Beverly Hills like driving montage he does in every movie, so they they're they're bringing that back. Um, 
yeah, I just it once again the trailer got me real happy. I've watched it like three or four times already. I j- I just want it to be good. That's all I want. I just want it to be good. Kendo. Um, I'm sold, but I'm also cautiously optimistically sold because with movies like this, it could go one of two ways. It could go Top Gun Maverick, or it could go the other way, which that's a bad way. So. <sighs> I want it to be everything that we want it to be. I've still never watched three because you told me not to. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, it's if if they can give us one and two, I will be very happy. I, I really, I, I hope and I think it's going that direction. I'm, like I said, I'm probably like 80-20 that it's going to be awesome and it's going to be great and we're going to love it. But then, like I said, there's that. A little bit of the back of my mind going, hey, you know what happens usually when they do these things, right? I mean, it never usually always turns out really, really good. It's only happened like once, maybe twice every time they've tried to pull this maneuver. So we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah, like you guys, I'm uh, cautiously optimistic. As everyone knows, Beverly Hills Cop is my favorite. I go on about it. I love the music. I got the jacket. I own it on every format except the film reel from 1984. Like, I got Beverly Hills Cop pretty much covered. And unlike Kendo, I have suffered through the third film many times. I'm sort of a completionist, and I'm considering even buying the fourth, one, third one on 4K just to have the set rounded out. I don't know yet. Anything might happen. But back to this trailer. I watched it on my phone. I watched it again on the television. I actually laughed out loud because this movie, the trailer looks fine. I'm very much uh, interested in what they're doing. It's pulling the old Force Awakens, Halloween 2018. It's the old uh, checklist. Original scenes, check. Uh, Original shots framed just like you remember them, check. All the original characters that we can get back, check. Like everything for these regular legacy sequels has lined up. But after the third one sucked so much and wanted to be something completely different from the other two, as a fan of the whole series, it's, it's, this is refreshing to me to see something that wants to play a callback to it, but it also looks way more action-packed than Beverly Hills Cop ever has, which isn't necessarily a bad thing, because for as much as we go on about Beverly Hills Cop being this great film that we all love, it's not really the most action-packed film. Like, the opening has the truck chase, which is cool, not digging at it at all, but for the rest of the film until the very last, uh, you know, eight to nine minutes... It is a very light action film. It's very much comedy forward, and that's fine. Now we're going to see Axel Foley in a much more action forward role, which could be cool. I hope it plays off naturally because each film saw him do more stuff, but I hope this one doesn't uh, pull. How do I ever phrase this? He's not Rambo. You can't give him a Rambo 4 situation where it's just balls to the wall. He's like shooting dudes in the eyeballs with bows and arrows and shit like that and feeding people to pigs. Like you can't go that insane with Axel Foley. But, you know, they're going to amp it up. And I'm interested to see what happens when you amp up Beverly Hills Cop. I just I just hope that they don't do the whole, like, old man thing. Like, they've done to the last few, like, kind of... Oh, like, God, yeah. Part, like, continuations. It's like, oh, you're just an old dude. It's like, motherfucker, just stop it. We get it. Like, we, we know that because we've been through all these movies. We've watched all of them. We've, like, we've aged with the characters. We know they're fucking old. It's fine. Just give us some fun shit. You know? It's okay. Yeah, yeah, I don't and, and hear... the other. Go ahead. Ooh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, you go ahead. I, you know, the 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 other thing that I got from the trailer is it gave me 
a lot of bad boys three vibes where you know you had you know even though difference being that you know bad boys one and two are pretty action oriented there is like that uptick in cars blowing up and a lot more you know hey we're gonna show more gunfight stuff so that's the only other thing where i'm concerned not like not like concerned not gonna check the movie out but it, it it did give me a lot of that bad boys three vibe where it's like oh man you know you know older guys going to get you know you know not fighting the system necessarily but the band's back together and you know this this new threat is going to be super and i'm like i ah, don't don't go too bad boys three with it don't 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 get into the same kind of issue where it's like we're the same thing but we're kind of be modern and it's like don't don't make that mistake um yeah the the premise is actually on wikipedia and it's um after the death of an old friend detroit police department lieutenant what it says in the wikipedia axel foley returns to beverly hills to investigate corruption within the beverly hills police department with his estranged daughter and her ex-boyfriend so mm. well, i hope the daughter doesn't pull helena shaw and become the real focal point of the film because they sure as shit didn't put her in the trailer very much no, all. they're, they're right. no, they're like they're like two shots with her at the very most in the trailer, but we don't know. That could just be the trailer. Now this one's gonna hurt if they pull the old Hucklebuck like Kendo likes to say, and we get the old Hollywood one-two of Axel's not really the main character. The daughter has to put him in his place. They're trying to, you know, extend like she shouldn't even be a fucking cop. She should just be some rando that he meets. Like, look, she should be on a pole. Mate, that would be a weird twist. He goes to was it three fifty? <laughs> was it three three and five? Yeah, three and five. Yeah. He goes walking in and he fucking hears nasty girl playing. It's like, man, I fucking love this song. And then he sees his daughter swinging around up there. That would be that that would be terrible, but also kind of funny. Billy, your yeah. dick better not be hard. That that would <laughs> be <laughs> what what would be worse if it was his daughter or if it was actually Vanity dancing on there because that could be a problem. She's a zombie. Exactly. Now it's a totally different movie. I don't know though. Okay, Axel Foley versus zombies would be kind of shit in a different way. Well, I mean, I did, I did, I did, I did watch this movie. Can't what is it? Candy Cane Lane on Amazon, and it was fucking terrible. See, I, that's what I have to remember with Eddie Murphy. It's like Candy Cane Lane. May I have not seen it, but doesn't look too interesting. Dude, but I did I, like, watch I, Coming I, to America too, and that was terrible. Yeah, and like I, 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 like once again, I wanted to watch Candy Cane Land because of Eddie Murphy, and I was, you know, I was like, I was trying to give it its due, but I got to a point where I was like, this is lingering too long, and this it's taking too fucking long to, for things to happen, and I don't like, I had to turn it off about 40, 45 minutes in, and I was like, I can't do this. So it's Damn. sitting, it's sitting as like, do you like, it, like Prime is like, do you want to resume? I'm like, no, I'm, I'm good. Thanks, Prime. Yeah, you're probably not wrong in terms of um that hesitation moving forward out there folks if you're thinking oh man eddie murphy is going to come back with a banger who knows it could be hit or miss they said he could never do snl again he did the best episode of the modern era and i know they will the bar's low but it was still a damn good episode so axel foley yeah. i want to believe in this now i'm glad you read the whole uh, wikipedia entry about his rank in the police department because i've seen a lot of people complain because for a teaser image yesterday, they released a picture of Axel's badge from Beverly Hills Cop 3 where it calls him a detective. And people are like, he's a detective after, you know, 25, well, no shit, That's uh, what 30 I noticed. years. And I have a question for you. Would you rather see a character 
in the same spot where we left them, or would you rather see them evolve to a point where they're no longer recognizable? Hmm. Kind of in between. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you want you need to have that balance for sure. I mean, that's definitely yeah. where a lot of a lot of franchises make that mistake. Um it, yeah, yeah, that coupled with the need to always put their children in it, you know, I, you know, I, that's, you know, that, that for at least for certain yeah. franchises, those two things go one in the same, and it's just yeah, you gotta you gotta have a balance where it's like yeah, they're advanced, but they're like you said, they're not, they're still recognizable, you know, they're not a completely different fucking person, or they're at a point where it's just. You know, hey, remember that th- adventure that you saw them in? Now they're so advanced where they wouldn't, uh, you know, they're not the same person at all. You know, that's where a lot of the shit goes goes to the left. Yeah, like I mean, you can't, you you couldn't make Goonies twenty years after the fact and them still be like living with their parents and shit like that. It wouldn't make any fucking sense, right? You know, one like, of them, them, them still, them still, like, them still, like bicycling around and shit like that, not having cars would be fucking weird. Well, Mel got DUI in the '90s, and that's why he's uh, not able to drive. <laughs> I believe that. I fucking believe that. But no, to Jeff's point, I mean, I noticed that, like, when he sent that picture, the first thing I noticed is that he was still detective, and I'm like, it's like 40 years later, and he's still a detective. It's kind of like the Top Gun thing when you know the movie comes out 30 years after the original story, and he's still captain, and it's like. On the one hand, could you see Pete Mitchell still being a captain in the Navy because you know he just pisses people off and doesn't attain ring yes could you see axel foley pissing people off and not attaining ring yes but then at the same time it's like he's demonstrated himself to be good police so it's like why wouldn't he have advanced into rank at some point or why wouldn't he have gotten retired because you've got to be too old for this shit you know <laughs> there's a lot of questions that got to be answered there or or axel or axel could have gone gone you know pi could have been a private private investigator you know and been right like, i'm done yeah that could have been a thing he did show also, interest in that he did. He did. The part in the trailer that got me the most, though, was when Serge showed up. Like, nothing <laughs> else got me like, excited, but he was <laughs> well, and I go, yes! <laughs> yeah, same here, man. I was like, oh, shit. Where's yep. the... <laughs> I hope he's got that big-ass gun in the fucking trunk. Oh, the Annihilator 3000? <laughs> yeah, with the microwave in it. He's got to swab some <laughs> cologne on it so it's not so nasty. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, as a kid, I mean, I always liked the character Serge. It was never like, oh, I've grown to appreciate him. But every time I watch Beverly Hills Cop, he always kind of steals the movie for me. Like, I'm yeah. all about Serge. He's the best. Yep. Yep. D- yeah. As long as they don't, again, they don't fuck with that too much either. You know, you gotta, you know, you if you're if you're gonna do the thing where it's like, hey, they're the previous characters, but they're not member berries, you know, don't and it's and it being Netflix, you know, Netflix is very capable of doing some shit like that. So it's yeah. it's it's it, I popped, but man, I really hope they don't do some goofy ass shit where Serge is like helping them investigate or some shit. <laughs> oh no, Serge should just show up for like two to three minutes and be out of the mood. Like he should be like Bill Murray in Zombieland. Where he right. is arguably the best yeah. part of that yeah. movie, and you always want more, but you can never get more. So yeah, yeah. no, that's that's fine. That's fine. Don't kill Serge. Just you know, only yeah. I'm I'm I'm, I'm I'm afraid of that too. I'm afraid of them killing the old characters. I'm afraid of that happening too. Well, here's a question that I want everyone in the audience to think about too: with a franchise like Star Wars, 
or well, you have so many other characters. The franchise really is Eddie Murphy. Do you think there's anything to expand upon that? Because they should have learned the hard way with Indiana Jones. It's really just Harrison Ford is everything, and everything else is just window dressing. Like, there, well, I think it's, it's not so this. much that I don't. I don't mean to cut you off. It's not so much that it's everything. You know, you know where the the heart of the movie is. You know who the quarterback of the movie is. So it's not so much that that hey you know axel has to be everything blah, blah, blah. it's like he is the focal point of the fucking film and everything you have around him has to complement him and his story it's not you know as much as we enjoy things like serge and things like uh you know uh boga mill's daughter and shit they you know that's that's one of the issues that indiana jones had it wasn't like hey we forgot that it's indiana jones it's like you can't do this thing where it's hey it's indiana jones but everyone else is of equal equal standing, you know, trying to trying to, you know, weirdly insert other fucking characters. You know, obviously, that's, you know, we, we know it's an ongoing issue because of what's going on with Blade. You know, that shit that, that's been in production. Hell, one of the reasons being Blade wasn't going to be about Blade. So, yeah, I, I, I don't I don't because then if you get too much into, hey, this character is everything in the franchise, then it becomes the alien franchise where you have the first two and then three goes off the fucking rails because the studio freaked out. <laughs> well, hey, Ripley's in it and now she's bald and they're on this prison planet and she's impregnated and everybody else is fucking dead that you care about from the second one. So there's definitely a spectrum, but you gotta, you know, don't make them the the, the bullseye, but it's gotta be a team. It's a, he's the quarterback. No matter what, Axel has to be the quarterback. No matter what, Indiana Jones has to be the quarterback. You can't, Try to be like, hey, everyone's gonna eat. Like, no, bitch, we have the head of the table. He's the fucking head of the table. People can be there, but you can't. You know, that's going back to to Bad Boys Three. You know, one of the fucking issues was shoehorning this thing in about his fucking son. Spoiler alert. You know, yes, I get it. Like, it's cool to have characters in their lives move forward, but like the whole thing with Marcus and the fucking baby, and then you know, shoehorning the ending in. Where it's like, oh fuck! Well, now the son, you know, I'm gonna help you out, so you're not in here for the rest of your life. Like, you gotta have balance. <laughs> They're supposed to complement, not match. Yeah, and 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 in that, Marcus was the kind of like thing you'd see where like his kids are getting older, and like, you know, that thing. Like the whole thing with his daughter getting married was perfect. That was a perfect thing. But then you had to get into the whole thing of like um, Will and 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 uh, his son, and like like you were saying, was just like way off. Especially right. him, him saying a whole like you know, oh, I did this, I did you know some work way back in the day when I didn't know you or something. Even though they'd gone to the academy and done everything together throughout the first few movies, you know, as, as we learned. And apparently, he was like out out of the country for like a month or six months, and nobody knew about it. And he was doing this whole thing, you know. It's right. Like, doesn't make any sense. Doesn't make any sense. I don't know. Yeah, I just um. Yeah, I and, and and one more thing is I hope uh, I hope we get some some shenanigans from from Axel like we have in the last two movies with uh, the play like the fucking Playboy Mansion and the you know being being the, trying to be the pool guy. Yeah, I mean, well, listen, and that's what you know. That's one reason why as, as bad as three is like you had you had the Axel shenanigan scene. You know, it's him 
going to the uh, the dinner or whatever. Obviously, it was tough because the premise of the movie was kind of like, what the fuck's going on? But, you know, you had he goes to the thing and he goes, hey, like, and he kills cops for a lip. Like, you have that fucking I'm Axel going 100 when the rest of you motherfuckers are walking speed. You know, you're right. They, they need that scene. You need to have... Uh, you need to have that fucking scene, that classic Axel. Yeah, he's technically a cop, but he's also a little bit of a con man shit. So yeah, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, the, yeah. You need, yeah, the, you need, like you the need vitamin thing. Yes, the vitamin thing. Um, even the parking tickets. God, there's so many. Uh, yeah, man. Stealing, the, stealing the fucking house. Yeah, 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 yeah. Stealing the fucking man. How the fuck you steal a house? Like you need something. <laughs> something similar you know like you need and but again back to that whole spectrum thing don't try to redo the banana in the tailpipe but do something equally not i want to say start off saying equally good but you have to have something imaginative like that and you know you got you got to be fucking careful with netflix but I, I, yeah i'm with you man you need to have that match of a banana in a tailpipe you know something where it's like it's not the, it's not a rehash it's not you know it's not star wars trying to recreate the trench run, but something where it's of that same idea, that same caliber, but it's still good, you know. So and that, and no, especially especially with the fourth one, especially after the failure of what we thought was going to be the show, you know, you gotta it's let Axel be Axel. The fucking one of my biggest issues with coming to America, you know, especially when when Hill and I watched it, you know, it was like trying to be like, hey. We're going to try to have moments where we talk about how they're in this kingdom, but none of it was actually funny. It, it all felt like a fucking, you know, a cookie cutter rehash of it. They just need to avoid that with Beverly Hills Cop 4. Yeah, no, they they, they really need to. Um, also, I remember, yeah, well, one, yeah, like the, the whole like old man thing, they play that, they play that in Bad Boys 2 as well, where the kids were like all about the tech stuff and things like that. They're like, oh, you know, we, we have drones and things like that now. You guys probably just didn't have that back in the day. It's like, we get it. They, we get it. The main characters are old. Don't fucking hark on that. Yes. Like just. Yes. Just if, if if like we all know it. Everybody fucking knows it. This is part four. We've been here for a while. We've seen the first ones. Like just if you want to make just make one statement about it and move the fuck on. Don't don't right. don't make it a whole like scene. Right. Right. Or like a whole the fucking that's the premise of the entire fucking the subplot of the whole movie. It's like, Hey, he's old. You guys see him. They're old. They're retirement age. They're, they're old. You see it. It's like, fuck. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, like, like Indiana Jones. It's like, we get it. He should have retired years ago, but he's still and doing Indiana it. Jones is even yeah. tougher because they did it in kingdom of the crystal skull. Like the whole being yeah. old thing was the joke there. Yeah. Yeah. You know, oh, well. being old. He's so old. They aged him twice. Dion. Right. I know, right? It's like, fuck. <laughs> it was terrible, man. God. Now, try harder, Lucasfilm. God damn it. They, they, they fucking need to. We'll, we'll talk about them when we talk about something later on in the show. Not much, thankfully. But um, let's play the game. Let's say Beverly Hills Cop 4 turns out good. What's another old franchise that you would be willing to give another shot to if they could pull a movie that would be competent? <sighs> Well, here's fucking the thing. Give Neil Blockham's Alien movies, goddammit. I know. Jesus Christ, that would be wrong. I'm not saying to fucking go get Ripley and Hicks. You know, maybe. I'm not going to be mad if you do. But give us. If Beverly Hills Cop works, fucking, you know, I know there are weirdos who like Prometheus. And then what was the other one? Covenant? 
Alien Covenant. Yeah, Covenant, yeah, Covenant, yeah. Covenant, that was the other yeah, one. Yeah, like, I get that there are people that love those ones, but God dang, man, that's not what we wanted. That's not what we thought was going to happen at the end of Aliens. Like, give, go get Neil. I don't care what you got to do. Hey, say, hey, man, you saw what Netflix did with Beverly Hills Cop. We can make this happen, baby. We we just, you just believe in me one more time, Neil. I know that you, people pissed you off. Just trust me. Do, give us the correct Aliens movie that the fucking people fucking deserve. Yeah, well, I mean, we, we are getting a we are getting a, a very very woke show coming out from FX, I think, here soon. So that should be fun. Is it? You said woke alien show? Yes, woke alien show. Because I, well, I, I guess I, I gotta talk about that next year. I'll watch it. Yeah, because um, they've been because because they were talking about it. I think last year and at the beginning of this year, they were like, and, and I think they were done with production. And now they're like editing it, and it's gonna come out soon. But the whole thing of it was like the, the whole thing they were trying to push was like maximum diversity and inclusion and bullshit like that i'm just like if that's and like that was, was supposed to be the focus of the show and i'm like if that's your focus you you've already lost you've already lost so yeah sounds I, awful i kind of just want to watch you know ripley fight aliens or people fight aliens that's all i'm there for not not some allegory not with aliens at least <laughs> like yeah you can have deeper meaning in so many other franchises but like not beverly hills cop not alien but I even, mean, but even, I guess he, Lethal Weapon gets away with it. It, yeah, it does. Um, but even then, like with with Alien, like it's it. That's another weird franchise. Like you couldn't you couldn't make a TV show out of it, but it could only last so long. You can't like extend it out for more than maybe five seasons, and then you have to cut it off because you can't do it. There's, there, I don't think there's enough material there to um to pull. To make a show that's going to be like ten seasons long or anything longer than five seasons, honestly, like it would be a yeah. real stretch. Aliens a visual medium of a, or a visual movie more than it is anything deeper than that. So, unless you're just going to spend the money to produce that much shit, you know, and give us the visuals it requires, it's a losing battle. Yeah, unless yeah, un- un- unless you're following Marines trying to clean planet after planet of fucking aliens, like in every season they go to a new planet or something like that. That's even then that would get it, old it, really it, quick. And I think that's that's the huge that's the fucking crux of the thing right there is, you know, you keep it fucking simple. You know, the first alien, you know, it, it it's simple. It's fucking what was it? Seven motherfuckers who are paid to go and mine shit on other planets, and they pick up this thing and it starts fucking killing them. And that's the movie. And then the second one is like, hey, remember that planet? Well, the bad guys, corporate America. Put a fucking hope made a whole colony around that shit, and they're all fucking dead. And Ripley's back at it again, trying to save the day. Like, keep it simple. And you know, at least now, uh, you know, really Scotland lost his damn mind. And he's and he it's always trying to be something else, you know. And like you said earlier, Jeff, the issue that was with Beverly Hills Cop, it was trying to be something else. The will the one thing I will say though is even though this hopefully the alien show wouldn't suck but you know i think the blade thing scared a lot of fucking people so i think there's definitely going to be some fallout over that shit and then obviously hey like like we said a couple months ago man you know for the rest of that shit to work the marvels had to do well and it didn't dion it didn't do just the opposite of well it shit the bed in a way that no other marvel film has yeah they still haven't talked about what they what 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 the what the um the the weekly numbers have been since. I mean, obviously now it's the middle. You of You know December, what they said publicly? What 
Disney said they will they were not going to they will no longer report on the numbers publicly. They actually put out did, a statement yeah. that said that. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta love it. Gotta oh love god. It. Well, I mean, I am looking at the numbers right now, the numbers.com and worldwide it did it, it's it's 109 $140,713 worldwide. Wait, what? You said it only did 199 million? Yeah, that's that's the number I'm looking at worldwide, worldwide. That's that's what I'm looking at right now. Damn, dude. Domestic is is like is 83 million. So yeah. Well, that's that, wild, dude. That's yeah. so wild. Like that's gonna that's gonna that's gonna terrify. Listen, if 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 that's actually the case with this alien show, you know, and then every other project that was slated to come out in 2024 that's still trying to do the let's listen to Twitter shit. You know, you if if, if fuck it, if the Marvels only made if they made under 200 million worldwide, there are a lot of people freaking the fuck out because you know that the people upstairs that call down every couple of weeks don't want to hear that shit. <laughs> That's fucking wild. The red, oh, the red phone keeps ringing. Nobody wants to fucking answer it. Exactly. You do not want to answer that red phone at two o'clock on a Tuesday afternoon. God damn it! And the Marvels only—they didn't make two hundred million worldwide. Damn. Damn. I don't know, man. Disney's Ooh. Disney's on Disney's on fire, and I think it's hilarious. I really do. Hey, man, you know, did like you said you 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 know they made the bed now they got to lay in it. Uh, yeah, I can't because who own is it still? Um. Wait, did did Disney get uh, Alien through the purchase of 20th Century Fox? Yes. So they own, they own Alien and Predator. That's why they Ooh. had the movie Prey that came out that people didn't Dude, like. That's I right. Didn't that's Prey. right. I know. I still gotta watch it because well, that was because that's uh because isn't their little offshoot arm? Is that Fox Searchlight now? I mean, it's all still like connected. It's just owned by Disney. Right, Searchlight right, Pictures right. is still a thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, because yeah, they're just the equivalent of of Lucasfilms and stuff. So, man, if it, and it's all under one house, like you said, so you know, fucking Fox Searchlight is looking at Marvel Studios, like, damn, y'all only did hundred ninety nine million. They're like, yeah, what you guys got coming up next? Well, we got this alien thing. You guys got an alien thing? Yeah, hundred ninety nine million, huh? Yeah, hundred ninety nine million. It, <laughs> You got some time to rewrite some shit. I probably should rewrite some shit. No, we'll be fine. I thought the same thing, man. But uh, Blade, uh, we're we're pretty fucked on that right now. So yeah, I probably should rewrite some shit. That's how I imagine that fucking conversation going. Oh my god, dude, Blade! Yeah, in the middle of December, twenty twenty three. Oh my god, because when when that Variety article broke and they talked about Blade, I was like, "Are you are you fucking idiots?" Like the first three Blades, I love them, even though I love more uh, some some more than others. They're still right, fucking right, fun. Right. They're, they're still fucking fun as hell to watch. Okay. Right. One hundred percent fucking fun as hell to watch. Okay. And I'm I, I'm sad Wesley Snipes isn't in it. Um, and I'm sad they don't know what the fuck they're doing with that with that franchise because it's really really easy. Make it rated R and just have him kill vampires with cool weapons for ninety minutes. That's it. Yeah, dude. Yeah, I I, I would fucking pay. To have been a fly on the wall when that test screening came back, man. Because because what was the the rumor was that obviously it wasn't about Blade, but they were going to obviously create this other 
female character that he was supposed to be training or some shit. So, yeah, yeah man. I, damn, and that's so funny that they're all under Disney. That's so fucking funny, man. That is so funny. Oh, see, listen, when you buy everything, you know, you gotta, you gotta, it has to be good. Yeah, yeah, it does. Yeah, and none of it has been good. None of it yeah. has been good. Yeah, they've lost a, a fuck ton of money in all, on buying all this stuff, and it's not turning a profit right now. So, do you want to oh, well. hear? You want to hear some more Disney rumors about a lawsuit? God yes, yes please. Hollywood yes, God yes, yes. yes. It, it's going to make you laugh. So let me actually just uh, read this to you. So Bob Iger has given a self evaluation. So he can talk about his, you know, raising his salary. That's, that's really dangerous. Yeah. Iger, in his self-evaluation, told the board that he successfully executed a highly anticipated investor day, providing an extensive overview of all of our direct-to-consumer offerings and launched an unprecedented company-wide marketing effort. He is he's praised himself, and he has been approved for a compensation package of forty-seven point five million dollars. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Jeez. Um all right. Yeah, so that's funny. With all the stuff that that's this is back in the day when he got that. Nowadays, we're getting this information because they're in trouble, they're getting sued because apparently there's a, a gender pay discrepancy at Disney. Wait, what? So, yes, that's what's going on. <laughs> hmm. So they're always pissing and moaning at us, yet they are still firmly holding down the glass ceiling. Yeah, because according to the Hollywood Reporter, a class action lawsuit claiming the company discriminates against female workers, and they say they're being paid less than their male counterparts. So the company, allegedly Disney's doing this because we have to you know, protect ourselves, but allegedly Disney's doing this shit, according to a class action lawsuit, yet to the company that wants to promote the, I don't know, the hardest agenda. He goes, Dion, like you always would say, if you believe something, you got to believe it 100% of the time. And exactly. You, uh, you can't buy into your own bullshit and then do this, especially in the world where <laughs> they couldn't do as Microsoft. Like lower the dudes pay and then match the female pay and then everybody fucking wins. <laughs> <laughs> because that would fix your problem. You get to save money and then everybody gets paid the same. So true. There you go. <laughs> and then people will quit and yeah, go to other companies. Some of those nice little extended packages, baby, when you give yourself a self-evaluation. <laughs> I would love to be 2019 Bob Iger where I can go and say, hey, I've done this, 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 and that, and I want $47.5 million. Look, it's funny how they act like they're the most virtuous place on earth, but they're, the, they're just as shitty as everybody else. And that's and that was always what was so funny about having a podcast, right? Like, don't get me wrong. I love talking shit with my boys, but you know, it's it's always funny, especially on Twitter, right? Where it was this thing, oh my, you know, they, you know, you're just mad because that's how storytelling is. No, because Disney does not believe it. Make no mistake about it, they're a business like everybody else. If you guys were all right, Finn would be the exact same size as Ray on a certain poster in a certain company or in a certain country across the ocean, and he wasn't. And again, I'm you know obviously the lawsuit isn't over, but there are people who don't feel the same, and they work in that motherfucker. And uh, and also, if this company is so virtuous, uh, Bob Iger as as a, as a privileged white male would step down and give the 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 reign to somebody else who's you know going to make the um, DEI score go up. 
but that ain't happening. No, they don't practice what they preach, Nick. That's the biggest problem. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, that's that's one of the problems, not the biggest, but that's one of the problems. <laughs> Maybe they I should just make movies. <laughs> I think their biggest Look, problem is you know they're running out of fucking money. <laughs> they can't, that's they true. can't make they can't make a winner to save their lives. Can we? It's can so we, obvious. Can we not? Can we nominate Dion as as like the CEO of Disney? Dion, if Listen, you were to run Disney, what would your first act as CEO be? Um, first absolute act would probably be whoever wrote that scene. And you know, listen, you know what? What what, uh, what was that asshole's name that wrote She Hulk in general? Fired because why? Just why? Um, and then I'm, uh, I'm like, Hey, listen, listen, God damn it. Listen, Star Wars, we're scrapping it. Kathleen, take notes, sit down. No, you're not fired yet, but you know, it's not going to look great, but, uh, we're going to rearrange <laughs> some shit. Hey guys, uh, can you just delete things off of our servers? Cause that's probably what we should do right the fuck now. And I'm deleting, I'm deleting the seat. Like it didn't, I'm a, New policy. That shit didn't happen. We're starting over from scratch. <laughs> How much years we got left in, Mar- in, in Mark Hamill? Get his ass in here. Get his ass in. Here. We're gonna have a conversation. Listen, Mark. We're going one more time. Just give me one more time. I know you got thirty days to retirement, but give me one more round. One more round. God damn it, Dion. I'm told for this shit. No, listen. We can, listen, Mark. God damn it. We can do this. You and me, baby. You, know, Wars, God damn it. you bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I would. Oh my god, Dion would want you to do You would walk in there with a the sunglass on his suit and then start like pulling a fucking, start like paintballing, shooting people. It's like you're fired, you're fired, you're fired. Not everybody, just people who you know. I mean, you know, let's do some of those self evaluations, guys. <laughs> I don't even know where I'd start because. You know, everyone's like, what would you do to fix X, Y, and Z? You got to spend a lot of money to make any money from these damaged things. So it's like, to like if I was going to have to take a crack at Star Wars, I don't know what the hell I'd do. I'd actually have to sit and think about that to give the audience a better answer. But uh, <laughs> what you do if you make a new Star Wars movie and have, and have Mark Hamill wake up. That's all you do. You start with that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It was all a dream. Yeah. That's all, that's all, all you do. Word Up Magazine. Yeah, I, 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 went, I went to this island because I was upset and I accidentally squeezed too hard with my Terminator <laughs> hand on my ball bag and I passed out and oh god, it was all a dream. <laughs> yeah, he wakes up. He wakes up next next to a Twi'lek and there's a handful of death sticks next to his bed. Yeah, there you go. He's fucking snorting death sticks. <laughs> that shit might work. Yeah, that's, I'd watch that. Yeah, same. He wakes up. Like, that's it. Yeah. Kylo Ren comes walking in. What's wrong, Uncle Luke? And he's like, Oh, I had this terrible dream. Nobody liked me. And And it was all because of this horrible. And then you do it. It was green titty milk. It was terrible. Kathleen. I don't drink that stuff anymore. It was right. fucking that fucking the fucking barista you you have a crush on at the at at uh at Isley is like you know she was in the, she was in my fucking dream she was the one who took over the goddamn galaxy god damn it I'm never doing right. that sticks again 
Is that a promise Your you can keep? Side chickens is bringing over some some hot fucking crate dragon meat, and she's gonna, <laughs> you know, you know, we're gonna we're gonna have an afternoon, Uncle Luke. All right, cool. That's the beginning of the movie. Well, how does it climax? Is there another Death Star? <laughs> well, let's just say that a uh, Twi'lek side chick, <laughs> she's got a big part. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's the beginning. You 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 were gone, you know, the <laughs> middle and the end. That's that's it. Yep. I, I I did my part. See, we should be writing Star Wars movies. <laughs> I did my part. You guys take take over the reins. All right. <laughs> how would an audience respond to a sexy Star Wars movie? That'd be Weird. I mean, you know, lots of them have. I mean, we've read oh, 100%, 100% Star Wars material, so I think they would respond to it, you know, well. What is it? The the, the fucking, I, I think the Star Wars burlesque show is like here in Atlanta for the next uh, two or three weeks. Like, yeah, that sells out every fucking day. There you go. Yeah, I missed out on the one out in LA because, you know, I missed out on it. But damn it, I wish I would have seen it just to say I saw it because it sounded weird. I would have reported back to you guys. Dion, I bet you would have enjoyed it. Hell yeah. Well, you know, I'm, I'm always open to new experiences. We need a button for that. <laughs> that's that's what that's what Luke would say, too. He's like, I'm always open to new experiences. <laughs> yeah, that would be great. That's, would that's love, the new that's the tagline love. for the that's for the new episode seven. It's just <laughs> I'm open for new experiences. I would love like I would love like a slightly dirty Uncle Luke. Like that's the that's what I fucking want. That's what I want. <laughs> well, He's, he's already kind of calloused from, you know, being the hero of the galaxy for a couple decades, you know, so he's some. So what if he's a little bit more dirty grandpa than farm kid? You know what I'm saying? That's OK. You know, it makes sense. Yeah, exactly. It's a natural progression. Maybe we want to expand the brand that way. Yeah, that's right. Exactly. Yeah. So I know we've had this on screen for a hot minute, but is there anything else you want to say about Beverly Hills Cop before I read what Sir Georgian has to say? Oh yeah, that's what we're talking about. Just don't suck, please. Yeah, that's please. no, that, that that's 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 what I uh, that, that's what I'm hoping for. Like, just like the the trailer was great. It is, I like you said, Jeff. It's more action packed than the previous movies. It looks that way, anyways. Just hit hit the right notes with the shenanigans and the action and the 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 stuff, and we're you're good. You're good. Just make it a good movie. That's that's all I want. Yeah, dude. It doesn't seem like a big ask, but in 2024, you know, it is. You ain't lying. Seriously, man. You are not. 2024 is going to be very fucking interesting because the Marvels only did $199 million. <laughs> it's which is, is so weird. Dion's revelation of the week. You're just like, oh, my it God, is, it only man. did that much money. Seriously, I thought that Nick was joking when he said it the first no, time. No, I, I was looking. I was reading the website. I was not making shit up. Enough. Oh, God. Damn. Yeah. Well, it's dead in the water. Shoot it, Jim. It's already dead. <laughs> it's dead, Jim. All right, so Georgian says, I saw Beverly Hills Cop Axel F trailer. It's showing the right notes. Billy, Taggart, and Serge appearances. Same tone, etc. But given it's Netflix and the Coming to America 2 being the recent memory, going to hold caution. Yeah. Not a bad way to be. That's the best strategy to take with it. That way, yeah. if it comes out and it's really good, you're going to love it. If it comes out and it's what you fear it could end up being, you're not going to be hurt. Right. 
yeah, just yeah, like like we said, man, we just want it to be good. Yeah, that helicopter. I, I think Joseph Gordon Levitt and Kevin Bacon and the strength of the supporting cast is going to keep this from being like overly schlocky. I'm not saying Kevin Bacon is this virtue or paragon of quality, but he's not in like the worst movies. So, you know, and Joseph Gordon Levitt's legit. He's been in a lot of good stuff. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and like, yeah, they're 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 both pretty seasoned actors. They've done like every, they've done all kinds of stuff, and they're very good at what they do. So I mean, that that definitely elevates it a lot. But once again, like, we're still like, we still want Eddie Murphy to be Axel Foley. We want like me and Dan said, we want the shenanigans. We want the whole thing. We want the con man stuff. Um, we just want it to be we we, we want it to be kind of like Beverly Hills Cop too. That's what we want. <laughs> If it can be like close to that, not yes. exactly that, but just close to that, we'll be happy. Yes. Amen. A fucking man to that. Because like that that movie is like Ghostbusters. There's not there's not an ounce of fat in that movie. It moves at a really good pace. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of fun shit that happens. There's a lot of character building, especially going back to the guys before and seeing what they've done now. Um, it's just so much fun. I hope the villain's as strong as uh Nick Thermopolis. <laughs> I hope so. I do too. I don't think Which, he said know. a single word in that movie. No, he didn't. He fucking didn't. No. Fucking didn't. No. I yeah yeah. I hope I I I hope we get a very like an old school villain. Basically, I want an old school villain. I want this new shit where it's like we have to feel sorry for the guy and he's like you know going through therapy or some shit. Like no, he's a fucking villain. He's a bad guy. Yeah, I want him to be an unrepentant bastard. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I want him to die in a violent way too. Maybe in a meat grinder. Who knows? Hey, they put Dario in License to Kill in a cocaine grinder. That's pretty gnarly. <laughs> That's the point. Very you know, in the first couple American releases, his death was uh, censored. And only oh. around, what was it, 2007 or six when they re-released the Ultimate Editions on DVD, then they started putting the original footage back in. But License to Kill was a much more uh, violent movie. Oh, wow. Because I want to see the violent that version. Y- you have it. That the DVD set I gave you, it has the new on there. Oh, okay, okay, gotcha. And if you got oh. it on Blu-ray, and now if you stream it, it, it should have changed on streaming. But in the original edition in the U.S., it shows him go in the cocaine grinder from like you're looking at his face, and he's just like ah and dies. But in the international release, there's a camera underneath the cocaine grinder, and it shows him turn to meat. So that's oh <laughs> pretty God. fucking cool. Yeah. You know, cocaine grinder. He's the pusher. <laughs> the pushy. So, uh, folks, we have on screen right here, Iron Claw, the Von Eric story, which is out now, I believe. And we're all wrestling fans to varying degrees. But overall, we have a knowledge and a respect for the history of wrestling. And the Von Eric family even if they're known for their tragedy, they're one of the most prominent families in the history of wrestling. And so this new film is out and it's receiving tons of critical praise, except from a weird place, IGN. Now IGN (laughs) is known for being ignorant, for having bad takes, for having hot takes, for giving a video game a bad score because there's too much water. But Iron Claw, the Von Erich story was given a bad review because of this writer's biases, because she gives it this 5 out of 10, fine, you can have differing tastes, but it's a very 
weird review. It talks about how it doesn't know if it wants to be a family story or wrestling thing. It complains that there's too much of a character not being an angry, upset uh, father. It doesn't punish the patriarchy enough, essentially. And um, then down in the comments no. section is Do where they the know real who story Frick comes. Was? I don't think so because out of the blue, all these IGN editors come out to protect this woman's score and start deleting other people's comments. So it's one of those there situations. Yeah. Hey, it's like it's and, like um, it's like Netflix and Rotten Tomatoes all over again. Exactly. And this woman, the thing that is getting deleted and people are upset is they're posting this woman's byline on her page, which reads something along the lines of i'm a big fan of geek culture this this and that i like strong powerful women and it's like oh so there's a slant there and then this lady also gave the marvels an eight out of ten so i'm like this is like a really bad (laughs) so no objectivity whatsoever we're going in with the lens of what we want to see in a film instead of what it is which is a dramatization of the real life story of the von eric family gotcha done you have no reference to any of the people other than what you see in the movie. And you have this thought in your brain about what should be shown in all movies nowadays for your agenda and your message you want to push. So you penalize the film in your score because it doesn't live up to what you want, even though it's a historical biopic. Got you. Way to show that you are so smart, so stunning, so brave, by the way. And that you are just a wonderful human being, you stupid cunt. God damn. <laughs> oh, God, I love it. Shit, he's coming in hot tonight. I thought, thought that was my job. Fuck. That's everybody's no, job. I just We're hate this just shit. Care. It's like in the world that we live in, everyone's got their bias. You've got your subjectivity about lots of things. But we have people that their job is to report on something from an objective place and say whether or not the movie is good or bad or a game is good or bad. And instead of being able to just fucking sit down and watch it and say whether or not it's good or bad, you have to let your fucking brain thinkings and your agenda decide for you whether or not something is good or bad. Because did it check the correct boxes? Did it do this? Did it do that? Did it make me feel this? Did I flood my basement when Carrie Mount Eric was on the screen? I don't know. But the thing is, this lady clearly has no idea how wrestling works. And it's like they talk about before, like you have these film critics that go and watch these movies and then they give you a review on a movie. And in their little thing, they they talk about how they love a certain type of movie and hate other type of movies. And they're reviewing the movies they hate and they're giving it a little score. It's like, well, no shit. You're going to dislike it. Why don't you just sit that one out there, sweetheart? Take a knee. Take a break. Don't go watch that movie because it's not up your alley anyway. And let somebody else that's got, you know, a little bit of background information or is, you know, going to be able to handle it in a little bit more of an objective fashion take the lead on that one. Bitch. I like how you've become Freddy Krueger now as well. (laughs) I love it. I love every bit of it. I really do. Oh, God. Well. I think this just goes, I I feel very similar to how you feel, Kendo, and it goes to shine a light on how it's like, there's still a disconnect, and this is where a lot of stuff falls apart, because games aren't made for gamers, essentially they're made for critics, certain story-driven games. So you get certain ideas, you get people that don't like it, they fight back, they get labeled stuff, it's this weird ecosystem that really 
doesn't benefit anybody. You get these people in there that don't like the things they're they're talking about. Like, you know, am I going to go review the Paw Patrol movie? I don't think I'm the authority on Paw Patrol, nor should I review that movie. But you should listen to us talk about like a superhero movie or honestly, many other types of films, just something that's, you know, not like a little kid's movie. But um, I don't think this lady really, you know, she's down in the comments of all these uh, on these posts saying I'm a huge wrestling fan and the other IGN editors, she's the biggest Clearly wrestling fan I not. know. Mm -mm. She's probably a huge wrestling fan of fucking Kenny in the box. <laughs> she has what a, if you found she, out she was a huge Michael P.S. Hayes fan? Then that would make absolutely no sense because Michael <laughs> P.S. Hayes spent a lot of time in world class with the Von Erics. I mean, one of the most famous feuds of all time was the Freebirds and the Von Erics. It was. Yeah, so if she's a giant fan of fucking doot, 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 it, it makes absolutely no sense that she'd be shitting on the movie because she would have an idea of who these people were. Value as a writer. Are you going to Flamer? You should. I've, I've been. It would be I've, really hard for her to comment back to you because then it'd be like, "Why are you talking down in a condescending way to a person of color?" And then she'd be like, "Oh shit, I don't know what to do with this." <laughs> Does not compute. Oh god! Well, I've been stalking her across social media, so yeah, she has a Patreon. She has a Patreon that goes from three to fifty dollars. What the fuck would you get from this bitch for 50 bucks? I don't know. She's only making like, let's see, um, like $162 a month or something. Yeah, sounds uh, right. God. That's all she deserves. Yeah, she's got she's got all all the all all the social media stuff. She even has her own little fucking website, so good for her. She's she's well, got a Twitter. I, I wish her the best of luck. She I has she has less followers than we do on Twitter. Nice. <laughs> if that means anything. Hey, we just we look at we, we still have more followers 000. on her on fucking Instagram as well, too. Jesus Christ. Now that's fucked up because we barely use Instagram. So yeah, I'm yeah. about to say I was like, she's a woman on Instagram and she gets like no, she has no followers. It's the four of us and we're winning. Well, we're doing stuff that's, right. So. That's terrible. That's fucking terrible. Ah, oh, God. Well, well her YouTube game's not on point like ours. So folks, we'd like to I don't welcome. Think she has a, I think she only thing she does is fucking Substack, which is like a newsletter, which I wouldn't. I wouldn't know. I wouldn't. Let's see, uh, Pickety Witch, an intersection between pop culture and social social change, and whatever musing came to me along the way. Don't forget to find us on Patreon. Da, da, da. A newsletter is not associated with the incredible Pickety Witch shop in any way. Okay, cool. I don't even Good know what to you, say about lady. this lady anymore. Good for you. Lady. Just, well, she, she's well, she, she, she's probably, she's probably, in her, she's probably in her, she's probably in her late thirties be some objective so yeah nick's probably hitting that nail around in the head late 30s goes home fucking bath bombs you know fobs herself off <laughs> all that shit oh god <laughs> talking shit about the von eric family which is my job who's your favorite <laughs> von eric and who's your least favorite von eric uh favorite would be kevin because he's still alive and <laughs> least favorite would be the one kid that never made it into the wrestling. No, fucking uh, what's his name? Lance. Lance von Eric is a prick. Fuck Lance von Eric. 
Oh god. And I, I I love how our little page it says the intersection of fucking pop culture and social change. Like, god damn it, woman. Just stop. Well, you know, that's that's indicative of the problem. You know, it's right just, there, yeah. probably, wrong, dude, she, she probably has a tattoo of the fucking craft on her somewhere, guaranteed. Listen, guaranteed. and that's fine. Like, you know, you you know, you, you know, you can she can bath bomb and 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 watch beaches as much as she fucking wants, you know what I'm saying? But you know, the you don't get to be, you know, the fucking bell of the ball at both the fucking parties at the same time, you know, and I get it, you know, IGN, you know, they're, they, they focus more on clicks than actual substance, which I fucking get, you know, but at the same time, you know, complaining, you, you don't get to say that you're, um, giving an honest review of a wrestling movie as a wrestling fan and then you need your friends to come and delete comments off the article. Like you just you just right. can't do both of those two things at the same time. Because if you're a wrestling fan, that would imply <clears throat> that you have thick skin, you know. And and again, I'm not listen. And people being assholes, you know, that's that's not cool. But at the same time, like I, I say, every time we talk about something wrestling related, and every time there's someone who does a review of it at some point who claims to be a fucking huge fan and they have their co-worker fucking coming out of the goddamn field yeah she there she's the biggest wrestling fan i know like bitch that why the fact that you think that matters in your review is is a perfect telling of what's the fuck wrong with ign you know this is the same ign that just gave the new ufc game a nine out of ten and people are saying that it's damn near unplayable so <laughs> wait like, ign got like, paid off they got paid off to give a review to an ea game Hmm. You don't also, say. And, and, also, and also, Dion, why the fuck you got to be a field man? What what the fuck, bro? Well, you know, man. You know, so, you know these 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 very sensitive. You know, some of these sensitive white folk. You know, they you know they they out and they gallivant and they jump amongst the butter, butterflies and shit and write really crappy wrestling movie reviews. So I you know I, I'm not assuming because I'm saying she likes to gallivant in the field. I'm just saying in terms of the metaphor, everyone's like, oh, yeah, does. I can see it. She does identify right. as a witch, so I'm sure that's that's part of part of the ritual. Yeah, you know, man, it's just she's, <laughs> she's not a witch. She's Wiccan. It's different, Nick. <laughs> Is that really what she posted? <laughs> if she's saying she's a witch, she's, she's no, 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 she's, no, 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 because her her handle is like Pig Piggerty Witch or whatever. So like that's her fucking handle. I'm just like, okay, I get it. Oh well, maybe, but. Yeah, it's just you like watched. You, can't... you watched. You watched Craft one too many times. It resonated with you, and that's your whole personality now. Got it. Yeah, she fucking sits around every night watching episodes of fucking American Horror Story: The Coven, and screaming about fucking <laughs> precious. <laughs> I gave up on that show for the first oh season. God. Same here. Same here. I've never. I I, 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 I tried watching 1984, and I was like, I can't do this. I watched like three episodes. I'm like, I can't do this. This is terrible. I bow, I bowed out during the hotel. Like. The first couple seasons, you know, the first season was good. Second season, I liked the 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 Nut House, um, the Witch one was eh, and then the uh, Freak Show one was kind of cool because who can't? I mean, if you can't laugh at fucking weirdos and freaks, what kind of person are you? I mean, that's true. Google gobble and shit like that. But um, yeah, then the hotel one, I'm just like, I can't do it. No, I'm good. I don't need this anymore. Dude, yeah, I've I've been watching uh, old '90s. Um, what is it? Outer Limits. It's been it's been great. Who? Uh, Outer Limits doesn't have a narrator. I'm thinking just Night Gallery and Twilight Zone. No, there's there's a narrator for the for the Outer Limits, but there's not like it's not like a Rod Serling kind of artist. It's the person who does like the introduction and will 
say a few things at the beginning and the end of the episode. Like that's about it. There's no actual like person you say. <laughs> just beginning and the end. Just say some shit and uh, then we're good. <laughs> yeah. Are they more or less offensive than Jordan Peele in his remake of the Twilight Zone? <laughs> no, man, it's fun because remember, I think I think Showtime or HBO had it. So there's nudity and like like you know violence yes, and all in there. So like yeah, because like one of the first episodes was like. Adam Sadler, where he's like in a wheelchair and he's in his robotics company, gives him a fucking female robot. And one of the first things she does is get naked and wants to bang him. Okay, let's let's be honest with each other. And folks in the chat, we want you to be honest too. Oh god. How much can nudity raise the entertainment level of a bad film? Like, we're talking like absolutely dog shit movie, but it's got, you know, everything you want to see times ten. Does it make a movie that much better? Can you suffer through a terrible film to look at that? Or is there Who's a getting limit naked? for you? Most beautiful women you could imagine. We're not talking like about Schmidt with Kathy Bates. We're talking like, right. you know, the Italian beaver pictures we've watched before, the, the vampire one and the other one. You're like, what the? It's on Netflix. And you're like, wow, how is this on Netflix type of thing? Like those ones. Gotcha. I'd say it, it, it bumps up a, a whole, I'd say a whole solid two points. I mean, it's not, yeah, it doesn't say yeah, I was it, thinking that, yeah, it gives yeah, you at yeah. least a solid two points. Yeah, I was thinking that too. I was like two, two, one or two points for sure. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Same. It's not going to make an entire film. I can joke about it, but like, there's but it does, so much it but it does make a really shitty film tolerable. <laughs> a little bit more tolerable. It's true. That Those is true. horror movies we've watched, Nick. Uh, you know, <laughs> don't fuck in the woods. That Don't chick was bent over. Way. I was like, "Let's watch this movie." We watched. Oh the my god! That one shot. So, yeah, yeah, yep, yep. from beginning to end, just fucking, just people, people having sex in the woods. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we did. Yeah, we yeah, did. That was nice. God, you you even met you when we were at the convention in uh, in Tampa. You met the girl, one of the girls from uh, what is it, Naked Cannibal Campers? <laughs> I bought a comic from her because. <laughs> I don't want to say it on air. <laughs> you know. I know. I know. <laughs> Can you blame me though? No, I can't. I can't. I know. I I know the guy who makes those movies and how he operates. So it's fine. It's fine. He's he's like he's like he's like the current Jim Wynorski, basically. Like that's how he kind of operates. So I can't. You know, he's he he knows his market very well. Yeah, it's like I'm walking by and I notice and I'm like, wow. And then she co she's like, oh, hey, and I'm like, well, I. <laughs> You caught me, lady. I guess I should buy a comic book for. She tried to sell me a movie. I was like, I don't want to buy a movie from you because I won't watch it, but I'll read your comic book. So, there you go. <laughs> Tit sold a comic book to me once. <laughs> it was great. It was hilarious. That whole interaction. Yeah. What are things I wish we had on the channel for five hundred, Alex? <laughs> <laughs> That'd be the greatest short ever. People would be like, really? Over boobs, yeah, dude. Come on, <laughs> they were they, they were fucking huge. They were fucking huge. Yes, like we're. I have high standards when it comes to that. I was like, oh my god. So, yeah, yeah. they were they, they 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 were borderline like like incredibly unnatural and unflattering. But they were they weren't there yet. They were almost there. It it, it just begged the question: How? That's all I'll say. You know. This movie looks like it could be really good because I'm looking at the the cat, well not the cast, but like who like the characters that are in the movie, and mm -hmm. besides the main you know people, the Von Eric family because that's what the movie's fucking about. Uh, you got a guy playing Ric Flair. No word on whether or not the helicopter comes into play. Uh, <laughs> the original Sheik, 
Chavo, Chavo Guerrero Jr. is in this movie playing the original Sheik. Not uh good for Chavo. Well, he tra- he's the one that was training with uh Efron. Well, that makes sense because you know Chavo knows what he's doing. He's good, he's a good worker. Uh Bruiser Brody is in this movie. Gino Hernandez is played by fucking uh what's his name's brother, Dolphus Ziggler. His brother plays Gino oh. Hernandez. Mm. Uh, Harley Race makes an appearance in this movie. Not the actual one. He's well, you probably saw it in the papers. Um, Michael Hayes. Although then there's three actors listed, and it just says the fabulous Freebirds. It doesn't even give fucking the other Freebirds a name. Michael Hayes is the only one named. That's Damn. a shame. Uh, Rick Flair. Yeah, and no fucking Bam Bam Gordy. Well, and then. As long yes. as they didn't cast Andre the Giant without me, I can see this movie. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. This, oh they got a lot of people in this. I, I like it. It's, it's apparently centers around Kevin Von Eric, which there's a reason for that. And um, I dig it. I mean, I like it. I, I, I want to watch this yeah. movie. It comes out on the 22nd. Uh, Just Joe 47, who does MJF play? He plays Lance Von Eric, who is not a real Von Eric. Um it was Fritz's idea to get another Von Eric into the show because, well, they were dropping like flies. <laughs> yeah, and this is done by uh, A24, so it's probably going to be pretty good. Well, hopefully. Yep. So, I mean, they, they, I don't they, they've been pretty good so far. Tomatoes, but it's at like 93, or it was at 93. IGN dropped it, so it's yeah, like everybody um, but IGN respects this movie. Yeah, it's 90. And we all know why, because we you know, found out that the lady that wrote it was mad there wasn't enough diversity and inclusion in a movie about a bunch of wrestlers in Texas in the 1980s. Yeah, it's, mm. it's at uh, 91% on the tomato meter with the reviews. Only 54 reviewers um, give it a review, so. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm going to go check it out. Obviously, we're not going to have a live show when it's out, so maybe uh, expect some kind of content. If Kendo goes out and sees it, uh, maybe we'll have a conversation. If not, I'll just do something for it at a later date. Oh, yeah. really I'm definitely seeing it. I'll, de- yeah. I'll definitely at least see it. I'll be back in Camp Kendo next weekend when it comes out. So I'll try to go see it. Be like, hey, is it cool if I go to the movies for two hours without you and see what happens? <laughs> or just be like, you're not going to be interested in this movie. I assure you. So I'll figure <laughs> something out and I'll go see it. And uh, yeah, I can give you guys my thoughts on it and we'll go from there hell yeah yeah uh, hillary's gonna be getting her uh her wisdom teeth taken care of so she's gonna be wanting to get out and get emotional with something i'll be like i have the perfect thing you kind (laughs) of remember the white dude i was talking about honey yeah you'll cry one man leave (laughs) (laughs) so yeah i'm definitely gonna go plus you know, we, I got a lot of brownie points for Godzilla minus one, so I, I can convince her to go see this shit. Yeah, I heard. I heard good things about that. Like they're they're extending their stay in the theater, and they've made a good amount of money. Like it's been, it's had a very good response. So people are. I'm gonna try it. to head out next week and see it. Yeah, definitely do it. Definitely. God, I know, I know, I know. Every theater around me right now is showing all the all these old Christmas movies and stuff. So I might check that out this weekend as well. Hell yeah! I checked out Die Hard this past weekend in theaters. Like I said, ah, so it's, good, man, it, so good. It, it never gets bad. It just keeps yeah. getting better. Yeah. You know, Nick, it kind of is perfect that you mentioned uh, 
movie theaters bringing back some of these Christmas movies. I actually had a, a, a little list pulled up for us because they have officially ranked the top 25 Christmas movies. A, a special website has today. Uh, sure. well, is it IGN? Because it's going to be all over the fucking place. Black Christmas will be number one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. Black Christmas it is not, will be number one. It is not IGN. Don't worry. You guys ready? Oh, yeah. yeah okay. Let's, let's this the first movie on the list is Black Christmas. Oh, which one? Which one? 1974. Okay, okay good, 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 good. Okay, okay, that's yeah. fine. That's fine. That's acceptable. Now well, we no probably won't know the next. Yeah. Now we won't know the next one. Remember the night from 1939? It stars Barbara Stanwyck and Fred McMurray. So I don't okay. really. Oh shit, Fred McMurray, that. really? Wow. Yeah. How about that? <laughs> oh. Good old uh, Mr. Douglas himself for my three sons. So we have. I guess this is a pretentious list. Le Pupil. I don't know what that is. I guess the people. Oh, Female yeah. Trouble. That's that one about that, you know, time. Well, they have the John Waters film Female Trouble with uh, Divine in it. So I guess God. that's a Christmas movie, according to The Guardian. All right. There's a Christmas Tale from 2008. A Christmas in Connecticut from 1945. Gas Man mm -hmm. from 1998. Oh, shit, Christmas they made a movie Halloween. about that character from Dumb and Dumber? Yeah, man, he had an ulcer. <laughs> I don't know how they knew it, but he did. Wow. <laughs> How'd they know he had gas? <laughs> he just wears it on his face. Your ass is crazy. <laughs> now, this list is kind of ridiculous, but they do rank Die Hard at number 15. <sighs> That's unacceptable. That's unacceptable. Yeah, Elf is number 9. Uh, number I, 8 is a wonderful life. Okay, I'm not a fan of Elf. Like, I'm really not a fan of Elf. I mean, I do, I do okay. I'm okay with Will Ferrell, but like, Elf is not high on the list ever. It was fun the first couple of times I saw it, and then it's just kind of like, eh. Yeah, it's just fine for me. I don't want to watch Elf, but I'm not going to be like mad if somebody's watching it. Like, there, you know, there's some movies if somebody's got it on, you're just like, oh, I'm going to like look at my phone or go into the other room or do anything but watch this movie right now. Yeah. Elf is not one of those. I'm just like ambivalent towards it. Don't really ever want to watch it on my own, though. Right. And I used to be a diehard Will Ferrell fan, man. Like, Step Brothers, Old School, Talladega Nights. You know, I loved them all. But Elf, I don't ever think about Elf. No. I I like Elf a lot, especially the last year, few, few years. Um, and plus, I, admittedly so. It's been boisted by the fact that James Conn, obviously, RIP, you know, use a real one, Sonny. Uh, so, admittedly, I, back, like, especially when we were in college, like, yeah, I liked Elf. But, yeah, the last few years, uh, I, I think it's just because it just getting older and then it, it being such a fucking, you know, product of the time of the early 2000s. Like, you you know it's the early 2000s when you watch that fucking movie. And yeah. it's just, yeah, it's, it's, it's definitely, it's, I want to say... It's in the same category, but it's a it's a good holiday one for me, even even for being Will Ferrell. I still fucks with the Will Ferrell elf. So we have number seven is The Long Kiss Goodnight. Somehow that's a better movie than Die Hard, but whatever. It's not. That's Diver wild. Diversity. I, that's I why. Diversity. A woman and a black guy. That's why. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, number four is Gremlins. Okay. Okay, nice. that's a little high, but okay. Yeah, a little, a little high, but still, you know, yeah. Gremlins is like, Gremlins should be in like top ten, top fifteen, like yeah. in that in that era, 
I'm maybe top ten. Area. Okay, yeah, top ten. Yeah. And then it's kind of stupid, so we'll just jump to number one. But number one isn't a bad film. It's a Muppet, a Muppet's Christmas Carol. Okay, I can see that yeah. being a top ten. Not number one. That's going yeah. to say it's Christmas, but I mean, hundred percent. Muppet's Christmas Watch Carol. That's day. right up there. Still holds up. Yeah, still, yeah, still a, still, still a good one for for sure. Fact, Michael King playing the shit out of Ebenezer Scrooge. Oh yeah, it's, yeah. I would, I would even go so far to say if you make a top ten, the Muppets Christmas Carol, the George C. Scott Christmas Carol, and the one from like the fifties, the original one, or not the original one, but like the big one that everybody knows of, the black and white one. Those three all the definitely fit in that top ten because Ooh. all three same story, but great adaptations of it. how about uh what, what do you guys how do you guys feel about scrooged scrooge is top 10 as Love well it. because yeah, it's, it's a christmas sure. carol it's another it's a telling of the christmas carol with them doing a christmas carol in the movie yep. great yep i would yeah. put uh scrooged in like top five favorite christmas movies for me Ooh. Ooh. yeah it's how much i like <laughs> die hard christmas story christmas vacation scrooged is number four Dude, um, yeah. Um, whenever I'm home, mom always wants to watch Scrooge and then Home Alone two. Like that's a must for Christmas all the time. I'm like, that's 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 acceptable. Oh. I have to watch, and Kenda knows this as well. Um, Ernest Saves Christmas. That's my Christmas Eve movie. Like <laughs> ever since, I mean, that's always been my Christmas Eve movie. But since I moved out to the land of entrapment, um, get to go home for uh, the Christmas holiday. Wife and kid go to sleep on Christmas Eve, and I'm just like sitting there, and I turn on Ernest Saves Christmas, and that's what I watch before I fall asleep. And then the next day on Christmas Day, in the morning, I get up, make breakfast, and I turn on Scrooged, and then we leave to go to my mom's. <laughs> I, it's funny how, like, when you get older, Christmas is a little like a lot more painful. Well, now, it, I mean, for a while, it was go to my dad's house on Christmas Eve, hang out with him. Go to my mom's on Christmas Day or vice versa. You know, I'm a child of divorce. So, uh, <laughs> you know, whatever. Thank you, Dion. I'm glad you broke the tension. <laughs> there the, was um, the way he said it. I'm not laughing <laughs> at you. <laughs> sure, Dude, that's an American psycho joke, yo. <laughs> okay, cool. I didn't recognize um, it. No, it's an American I, psycho I, joke. I when, he, when he shows up late to, to the, 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 the dinner with Paul Allen. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, he's he's like, you're you're late, Haverstram. He's like, I'm a child of divorce. <laughs> God damn. Anyway, tough crowd, tough crowd. But uh, now it's kind of fun because I'm actually looking forward to this year's because the kid, like last year, he was only like eight months old and um, just didn't really fucking know what was going on. Just a lot of shit was happening, and he was not having any of it. Now kids out having a good time today he met santa claus at daycare fucking cried his ass off didn't like it but there was a picture of him <laughs> with this little there was a picture of him with this little girl that he was playing with earlier today i'm like that's right buddy you fucking get out there you get that pimp hand strong and <laughs> so you know he's working it but yeah i'm looking forward to this year dude i've been buying him shit i can't wait to wrap it i can't wait for him to open oh, it up and not God. give a fuck about the presents but like the paper it's gonna be awesome yeah Oh, I, I want to report. Yeah, like you know, for a long time, Christmas just was like it's cool and all. I get to you know hang out with the family, fucking get drunk on eggnog. It is what it is. But now it's like I got the kid. And I'm like, all right, Christmas is now fun again. Well, there you go, Nick. Are you as excited for Christmas? <laughs> no, if I could fly and be on a beach for the next two weeks, I would. 
I mean, you could. <laughs> no, I can't because Dude, like, his family will hunt him down and drag his ass back to fucking Tennessee. <laughs> he knows it. He knows it, dude. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fucking fucking Indian families don't play. Like when it's a family function, you have to be there, even though you're two hours late. You have to be there. They will call him and his mom will get fucking use his entire full Christian name to him on that phone and just fucking tear him <laughs> apart. Yeah. Yeah. And it'll sound a lot better coming out of her mouth than it did that fucking time Brian Lape did it. <laughs> Old true. channel, dude. <laughs> God damn it. Even I was embarrassed. I'm like, dude, that's just... Come on, man. You even fucking put the accent on there, too? At least when I do it, it's humorous. That's true. Yeah. No, trust me. If I could, if I could be on a fucking foreign beach or in the Caribbean for those two weeks, I would in a heartbeat. I really would. Yeah. Fucking Nick sitting there on the beach, just relaxing. All of a sudden, you just hear the Jaws music, and there's like this fucking boat coming, and his fucking family's on his boat. Nick, get back here, goddammit. Yeah, I would, dude, it would be it would be like that scene in Catch Me If You Can when he's transporting, when Tom Max is transporting him back, and, and, and he's got handcuffs on the plane. That's how it would be. <laughs> yeah, we have we have family and people in varying parts of the world everywhere, so it's like they would track me down very fucking quickly. He'll get fucking con aired all the way back to the smoky mountain. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> con air. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. Yeah. That will happen. <laughs> oh. Well, I wish you the best. Uh yeah, Christmas is cool. I, I mean, I mean, back, I mean, so they're, I mean, I'm glad I'm glad I'm old enough to drink now, so I can at least do that. So that'll uh, that'll ease it a little bit. Yeah, uh, folks, what you didn't know is Nick just turned 21. Those early episodes yep. where yeah. he was drinking, we just found that out ourselves. So happy yeah, 21st exactly. birthday, Nick. You look yeah. great. He's happy yeah. the whole time. Yeah, yep, yep, think- yep. We were kayfabing, kayfabing the HG on that one, you know, Nick. Oh, yeah. Nick, oh, yeah. You know. yeah. I'm going to heavily, heavily drink during Christmas. Actually, doesn't, isn't his 21st birthday coming up here soon? <laughs> yeah. Because oh I believe we have a birthday boy in this month. Yeah, it, it's 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 actually all four of us from October to January. It is, and then my wife is February. It's funny as hell. That's hilarious. But yeah, someone's got a birthday. I wonder who. <laughs> all right, Bill. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Yeah, I watched the uh, that holiday special again. That's another thing too. This year, I'm trying to like hit all the big holiday specials that everybody talks about. So, you know, the year without a Santa Claus, the Grinch, uh, those weird live action, uh, stop motion ones. I love those. Oh, I those love those. Favorite. I love yep. those. I got, I, I got a DVD box of those years ago and I, yeah, I love those. Those are, yeah, <laughs> they're, they're so fucking dated, but I love them. I just would love, like you knew school was going to be a good day when they're like, yeah, we're going to have our Christmas party. And then they would just put those on for like hours. And you're just like, yeah, eating all the candy and treats and watching, you know, year not, without Santa Claus, not, not doing the goddamn thing. Did you guys yeah. ever get, do you guys ever get that one teacher when you were in school that would give you like homework over Christmas break? No. No. Okay. You out the window. Yeah, I feel, I feel like our teachers were my teachers were smart enough and hip to the fact that if they gave us homework over Christmas break, that shit was not coming back. But like, who, like, who in their right fucking mind is going to be like, all right, you have a paper due when you come back? It's like, are you serious, lady? Why? Why are you? Why are you being such a bitch? 
Did Why? you go to like one of them like reform schools? No, I went to public school, but every now and again, one of those teachers would have to like fucking flex, I guess, and be like, all right, you got a paper due or some project due, and you know, when you come back, like, why? Maybe they were just a heathen and they were just mad at you for going home Probably. to celebrate. Yeah, I don't fucking know. My, 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 I remember my entire class was like just terrible assholes all the way through, all the way through school. So, I mean, that could be. She was a pagan and she was mad that Christmas co opted their holiday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she wanted to frolic naked in the forest or whatever. I don't fucking know. Well, she was a person against goodness and normalcy. Field. <laughs> Thank you for that, Kendo. Thank you for that. It's what pagans are. God damn it. I love that movie so much. It's a good one. <laughs> so, let's uh, let's see what else. Do. Oh, yeah. We get to talk about an anniversary. So, Kendo, you know how Google or Facebook or any of these social media things like to tell you about history, what happens on this day? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I can tell you that six years ago, you and I were hanging out watching this movie. Today is the anniversary. Oh, of the yeah. Actually, <laughs> let me go pull up the old facey bookie right now because I did get a little memory thing that's the blurbed up there from nine years ago where me and my cousin – we're at the Chiefs game. I believe that was Raider Day, I and mean, we probably whooped their ass. I hope so. Uh, let's see. Yeah, there it is. Um, yeah, nine years ago, Chiefs 31, Raiders 13, as it should be. Uh, yeah, because six years ago is when I changed my profile picture to that one that you took of me at the fucking – were we at the rock bottom or whatever it was and made me look like a wizard? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. That, that, You're a wizard, you Kendo. Yeah, apparently, but there we go. Oh, 11 years ago, I had landed in London. How about that? What a what a time to be alive. But yes, there we go. Six years ago was The Last Jedi. God, that sucked. I saw this post and I wanted to read it on air because it was the best description I've ever heard. Today marks the six-year anniversary of the release of The Last Jedi, the film that ushered in the most creatively bankrupt era we've seen in Hollywood. This film was purposely divisive and disrespectful to many longtime fans. For 152 minutes, we watched absolutely nothing change from where the previous film had ended. We did, however, get a Your Mother joke and the rich are bad and free the animals propaganda. The Last Jedi helped transform one of the greatest franchises in cinematic history to a literal CW-level television. Hashtag The Last Jedi sucks. God. There's not really much to add. I just wanted to say, hey, today's the anniversary of it. Um, yeah, man. It, uh, what a time to be alive. Night. <laughs> yeah, special, special night. Oh, God. And, like, you, you, you knew, like, you, you knew the moment, the moment the movie was fucking terrible is when <laughs> Gary Fisher flew back into the goddamn ship from the dead cold of space. Like, when that happened, you're like, like, all right, I'm done. Minutes. I'm done. I'm out. That was crazy. Oh. Also, also the fucking bomber in the beginning. Oh dear God, dude. Yeah. We, Jeff and I explanation on that. Jeff and I knew it was going to be exactly what it was when we had put out those leaks about the plot. A Luke week guys. beforehand, yeah, you know, a week beforehand, we we had the leaks of that, and we put out the video, and people were calling us assholes and saying that's not true, and they couldn't wait to dunk on us when it turned out not to be the case, and within like. Five to ten minutes of that movie starting, we were just like looking at each other like, yep, those leaks are 100% fucking spot on. That's what we're about to get. <sighs> yeah. Although, fucking sitting at Hofbrau House and 
Phil screaming Luke dies at everybody that came in in the Star Wars costumes. <laughs> that definitely tickled me. That was a that was a good time. They, what a shining moment. Too. Oh yeah, I went there. That's my new uh, Christmas tradition. We go watch Die Hard in theaters, and then we eat at that restaurant since it's you know German food, German terrorists. Just trying to get a feel for the season. Dude, I fucking miss Hofbrau House. I was thinking about that the other day. I was like, God, I want to fucking go to the Hofbrau House. I think there's one in the St. Louis area. So if there is, Hofbrau House. Talk amongst yourselves. The topic is, what other kraut food do you like? And, um, you know, German. German German potato salad. I do like me some German potato salad. Hamburgers. It's an Uh, American thing, but okay. Are you sure? At the Hopper House, they have a dish on the menu that's called uh, something wiener art. And I always laugh at it because it's like, I don't know what wiener art is. I'm not going to eat something called wiener art. But uh, here it is. Fucking Germans. Oh, it's a big, Jeff, you're a big guy. You can take it. (laughs) I hate taking any of that. Keep the wiener art to yourself, please. (laughs) Folks. I can promise you a lot of things, including that wiener art is never going to be a uh, part of Stealing Solo or Wolfbusters. Huh. I'm surprised there's no Hofbrau House in St. Louis, considering how many Krauts are in St. Louis. Well, oh, really? descendants of Krauts. Oh, yeah. St. Louis was like, if, you're, if, you, if, you, if, you're, if you're from St. Louis, you're either Italian or German. Uh, check Argentina. Um, yeah, they'd be... They, they don't advertise the fact that they have a lot of Germans there, Nick, um, for some very obvious reasons. But uh, yeah, yeah, South America definitely got a lot of fucking crowds there. High ranking ones too, from what I understand. Oh God, I love yeah. I, I I love that, that that like the I'm looking at the Hofbrau houses like there's there's a ton in Ohio and then there's one in Alabama. <laughs> Well, Cincinnati is like a super, super German city. So okay, yes, there is one outside of St. Louis on the Illinois side. I have to drive through East St. Louis to get there. Oh, good. Um, yeah, maybe I will. Yeah, so it's in Belleville, Illinois. Maybe I should uh, talk to the old wife and be like, "Hey, guess what? We should go do one day while we're back at home. We should go to the Hofbro House." Do you think she'll handle the music well? Uh, music would be fine. The food is where she's going to have some possible struggles because she's not real big on a lot of that German stuff. Like, if I, dude, sauerkraut's like something that's in the pantry at all times. And if I bust that shit out, she's just like, nope, nothing to do with that. I'm like, you eat kimchi. (laughs) It's the same fucking thing. Yeah. Yeah. That's so weird. It's like, it's yours is spicy pickled cabbage. This is pickled cabbage that could either be sour or sweet, depending on which kind you get. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, what? What the fuck? <laughs> you like noodles? Spetzel is noodles. Has she ever had cheese. beer cheese before? I don't think she's ever had beer cheese. Oh, beer cheese is great. That's gonna change everyone's life. Yeah, beer cheese is awesome. She's had brats because fuck, God, brats is like something that regularly gets cooked in the house. Brats are awesome. Yeah, it's like every once in a while, it's like I just need some fucking sausage and sauerkraut, and can't find spetzel anywhere. Fucking Southwest. I got like a dozen bags of it. I'll send you some for Christmas. Well, I appreciate it. I'll plan on hitting up the old Aldi when I go home. Fucking Aldi. I love it, dude. There's all sorts of German shit that comes rolling through Aldi. Dude, I go to Aldi all the time for uh, cheese. 
the yeah. audience is like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> Folks, we don't want to talk about The Last Jedi. We would rather talk about German food, German food. And <laughs> cheese and the great finds you can get at Aldi, which if you want to go higher end, you can go to Trader Joe's, which is the same fucking thing. Oh, different God, shit. dude. I can't know. Frozen I orange made, chicken is amazing. I, God, I, made, I made the mistake of going to uh, Trader Joe's on a Sunday. That was a mistake. Yeah, don't go to Trader Joe's on a Sunday. Go to, go during the week. Yeah, dude, that was oh, never, never again, never again. I fucking love Trader Joe's. I miss Trader Joe's. Apparently, there is one in Albuquerque that I've been meaning to go to, but I never think to do so. Hmm. I used to go there quite a bit because I lived around the corner from one, and it was somehow cheaper than Kroger's. Yeah, it's weird. It's very strange. Yeah. Yeah. So. Folks, what are your favorite things to buy at Trader Joe's or Aldi? Go ahead and tell us in the chat. We'll talk <laughs> about it. And if you've ever been to a Hofbrau house, uh, what is your favorite thing to get there? And what is uh, your favorite beer there to drink? And uh, have you ever yelled cunt really loud at a Hofbrau house and were threatened with ejection? Yeah, because that <laughs> happened uh, with our friend. We don't yeah. do that stuff. We don't do it, but one of the people in our party sure did. And we were asked a few times to knock it off or, you know, they were going to. Have us escorted from the premises. I, my face was red with embarrassment because of that guy. And we're still friends. Yeah. I like the guy most of the time. That was a fun time. Like I said, you're going to get some uh, drunk videos from the Christmas party. Be oh, dude, I remember I, I remember you guys sending me the video of, of, him, of him yelling at the fucking bar. Which time? That was the same night. Oh, okay. <laughs> Because we went to that dive bar when you came back, and it was like, oh, God. Mmm, Hofbrau Dunkel. <sighs> yeah, we're totally fucking going, and I'm leaving with a shitload of beer. And be like, we are going to go back to the house now. I don't care what you and the kid are going to do. I am going to sit here and drink this beer. Well, tell me how it is. You can have one Sunday. And then... When we go back for the summer, we're gonna go on a go on a trip. We're gonna travel around the Midwest and probably go to Ohio because now I have a reason to have to go to Ohio. <laughs> it's not Jeff. <laughs> well, thank you. No, but I mean, so, we w obviously I'll stop by to see you, but I'm like, oh, I gotta go to uh, Columbus because the the flagship of the St. Louis Zoo has been transferred there. So I would like to go see Raja the elephant. You should also Keep go to the for more German food. He's oh yeah. No, it's I, I. That was some sad news I got greeted with this morning. He was the first Asian elephant born at the St. Louis Zoo. It happened when I was a kid, and we had like the naming contest and everything. And he's like an institution in St. Louis, but because Asian elephants apparently are not doing too well in terms of population size, they have to send him someplace else because every elephant that's at the zoo is now a relative of his. And I guess he want they want him to not, you know, diddle with, you know, relations. So he's being sent to the Columbus Zoo to diddle them and uh, make more Asian elephants. What a life. Yeah. Well, I mean, at least they're doing better, better than the pandas. The pandas are idiots. Aren't they just well, too lazy to bang? Pretty There's much, so yeah. many problems. They're too lazy, too stupid. Like they have to, li they have to actually be shown actual videos on how to bang, Jeff. Wait, they have to watch. Somebody to watch produced panda, panda porn. porn. Yeah, they have to watch panda porn to know how to fucking fuck. 
that's how it is. <laughs> is that any different than like modern day people today, though? I mean, speak for yourself. I, you know, is that a, is that a fucking <laughs> recorded issue amongst the yeah, the yeah. trials and tribulations of the youth? <laughs> I wouldn't know. Oh, the fuck, man? <laughs> yes, me for it. Go to You little weirdo. Yeah, dude. It's yeah. It, yeah, pandas. Pandas are fucking terrible. Like they have to. Yeah, and like I think there's only one time during the year they can actually, um, like carry a have a fucking kid like it's 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 terrible well Nick, they should have you know they should have they should have died they should have died a long time ago we keep keeping keeping them alive for no reason nick go out there and show them how to do it be like listen pandas, <laughs> this is how you procreate i'm going to show you how god damn it Bring you nick you're going to win a humanitarian of the year award afterwards yeah. yeah. Single-handedly <laughs> save the pandas. Oh, One species God. at a time. And then that <laughs> contributes to world peace. And Nick, you're going to make society a better place. So you got to do it now. I don't want to I don't want to be that I don't want to be that responsible, God damn it. Yeah, but think about it, dude. You'll get one of those uh fucking Nobel prizes and shit and you know, people will be fucking screaming your name. You can go meet that fucking how dare you chick. <laughs> and be like, I saved the environment because I actually did something. I didn't go get fake arrested in a bunch of protests. Oh God, I, I, yeah, no, it's not a fan of hers at all. Well, there uh, you go. Now you can change her. You'd be like, you know, <laughs> if you refuse to go out with me, that makes you racist, and then you can play that card on her, and there you go. <laughs> oh man. No thanks. So, I don't. I, 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 I don't need somebody up that uptight. I no. I'm good. Just run up to her and yell, how dare you at her, and run away. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, I just, she's she's fucking insufferable, I swear to God. <laughs> fucking terrible. Let's check in with the audience, shall we? Let's do it. All right, pick a number between 1 and 69. Me? Anybody. First Three. one, spat it out. 63? Three. Three. Guess what, motherfucker? Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of somebody that cares about animals, <laughs> <laughs> I think I think for the longest time, like when when those guys were like breeding tigers, there were more tigers, like what in Ohio or Michigan than there were like in Africa. Like it was fucking weird. Yeah, more in captivity than in the wild. Well, yeah, considering yep. uh, considering tigers don't live in Africa, Nick. There's a lot of places that have more tigers. Well, you know what I mean. You know that whatever part of the world they're in. It's like how they call the lion the king of the jungle, but there are no jungles where they live. Isn't it grasslands? Yeah, they just live on the summit because they they wouldn't do too good in the jungle because you know they hunt in packs and that's kind of hard to do in the jungle unless you're you know via Kong. Unless you're Charlie. Yeah, Charlie did a good job at it. Anyway, our friend Sejorjan sends in a very generous super chat. It says, esteemed scholar Kendo, Razor Fist said his third worst president is John Adams, his rap sheet and the Alien and Sedation Act, pissing off ally France in several ways. Not as bad as Woodrow Wilson, to be honest. That is fair. Um, John Adams, I never really think of him when I think of 
shitty presidents or anything like that. But yeah, he definitely did a lot to piss off France because there was a whole lot of shit going on with that election. What was it fucking when George Washington left the election of 1796, I want to say? And the big divide between Adams and Jefferson was that Jefferson was more in line with the French. And Adams was like, you know, if we elect Jefferson, he's going to make us a disciple of France and blah, 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 and all that shit. And alien sedition acts were also not good on top of the fact that John Adams was a bit of a Tory. So there's that going as well against him. And I wouldn't call him, you know, I wouldn't put him up there in the, the, the pantheon of bad like close to the tippity top with old Woody, but I can see an argument for why you put him in like a top five. Hmm. I'll have to catch up and see what Razor Fist's up to these days. I haven't seen his videos pop up into my feed in a while, so I'll have to check it out. But thank you, Sir Georgian, for your super chat. Xavier God says, what do you guys think about Harold and Kumar 4 coming? I didn't know it was happening. Did you? Um, no. That's news to me. No. Oh, I no, about that. no I, that's awesome. I just, you know, I, I hope they keep the same, this kind of the same character, the same energy they did in the last, in the last three, you know, because they've been, they've been fun movies. They've been really good. I know they were going to do a cartoon for a bit, but that fell through, which is dumb because I feel like that would have, you know, satiated our, our need for Harold and Kumar for a while. At least if we would have got a couple seasons out of it, it would have been great. Yeah, especially if like it took place between the events of two and three, that would be. Oh perfect. yeah, that'd It'd be filling all those yeah. gaps because the way three goes, it's kind of hard to create a Harold and Kumar adventure after after the third movie because they're kind of adults at that point and you know whatnot. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I got to rewatch Harold and Kumar three for Christmas. It's fun. I think I, I think I got the Blu-ray three pack. I have to, yeah, I got it somewhere for sure. But um, no, that I feel like that's that was during that that golden time where they had like really awesome DVD menus because if you like, I think the first one if you leave it on they look at you and the, they look at you through, through the camera and be like, pick a you know play the movie already. What the, what the fuck's wrong with you? Like they just yeah. like, yell at you the whole time. It's funny. Yeah, they give you shit and yeah. like if you just leave it on the screen, telling you to fucking play the movie or look at something else and yeah, that's back in the good old days when DVDs were fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they got lazy, which sucks because those things really shouldn't have left. Every movie didn't have it, so it wasn't like, you know, you were going to get tired of it or overexposed to it. It was just kind of a, a nice little rarity here and there. Like, in the Easter eggs and the shit you would have to find by doing so many different button presses. Yeah. Or, like, on a secret menu, there was a hidden way to find the, you know, cartoon or something. I loved that shit. Yeah. Well, like, the Super Troopers one... There, that whole that DVD's got so much extra shit in it. Like if you go to extras, like you can get commentary with Jay Jan, or Jay Chander Seekar, or you could get it with a couple of the other guys. Or you could get it with a couple of the other guys. There was like fucking games you could play where like you had to like use your controller to shoot like maple syrup down Thor down Thorny's throat. All sorts of fun things. They had like little trivia thing that would pop up during the movie you could do too, and like drinking games that would go with it. That uh -huh. fucking cast would pop up and tell you to take a drink when something happens like mm -hmm. that interactive shit that was like that's what made the dvds so fucking worth it because it was like not just getting the movie but getting a bunch of extra content to go on top of it 
Yeah, the, the even the anniversary version, I think, of Super Troopers is like even like that too. They have a green screen like thing where they'll stop the movie and tell you a story about what happened in the scene. Like it's it's crazy. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, those guys do it right. Oh yeah. Drink Rhino Dart. <laughs> <laughs> God, I need to, I need to get some more. Yeah, me too. Uh, Xavier to God, fuck Mary, kill all three Harold and Kumar movies. Ooh. Mm. That's rough, man, because like they're 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 each like, kind of their own thing, honestly. Yeah, and they're all solid. Yeah. You know, they leaned really hard into the 3D gimmick in the third one. There was a lot of there was a lot of nudity in the second one. Yeah. <laughs> the bottom party. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Bottomless God. party. Bottomless party, yeah. Um that was brilliant filmmaking. <laughs> It was having 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 fake George Bush like smoke a, yeah, a, yeah. a lace a lace joint was great. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the whole premise of them fucking getting sent to Guantanamo Bay because he's trying to make a bong in the fucking airplane yeah. bathroom. <laughs> yeah. And they think he's like a shoe bomber. Yeah. That was hilarious. Oh god. Oh god. What a what an innocent time the post nine eleven world was. Early two thousands. <laughs> Yeah, it was uh, it was it was a wild time. We needed we needed a lot of weird shit to get by for sure. Yeah. Um push comes to shove though. I'm going to marry the first one. I'll fuck 3 and kill 2 and that's not easy to say. I'll marry the first one, bang the second one, kill the third one. Yeah, same for I'm gonna me. Do that. I might do that, even though that's like, like you would kind of, it is difficult because they're all like, they're all good. They're all fun. Um, Xavier to God has another fuck, Mary kill, uh, bad Santa Friday after next and Harold and Kumar Christmas. Also, oh, what do you guys easy. think is the worst MCU movie? Um, <laughs> this one is easier. I'm marrying bad Santa. I'm fucking Harold and Kumar and I'm killing Friday after next. Yeah, I'll Same. go with that. I'll go with that. Yeah. Yep. Agreed easily. Yeah, Friday After Next just wasn't that good. No. No. I did they, like Next Friday, though, quite a bit. Next Friday's fun. I do like that oh, one, yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's good. But they, they went a little too far. They should have just stopped right there. So, mm. yeah. I think it's the yeah. only thing I don't like Terry Crews in. Like, let me rephrase it. It's the <laughs> only thing that Terry Crews isn't good enough to save on his own. There, yeah, I know that's that's accurate. That's accurate. That's accurate. See, worst Sony. Mike Epps has always been fine, but you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Their neighbor was the best part of the movie. (laughs) Uh, Number three. No, number two, the little Mexican dude. Oh Oh, yeah, yeah, Cesar. Yeah, hundred and fifty. Count the green or get between. Yeah, I don't know know sugar. Let people always have sugar in their homes. <laughs> Is it true? Well, yeah. Do you have sugar sure. in your home, Dion? I got a full thing of sugar, baby. <laughs> What's the last thing you used it for? Uh, uh, to, I am very proud to say I don't use a lot of sugar. That's mainly. Hillary's thing. Last thing I used sugar in was when I had to make a base for fucking uh, barbecue at the tail at our tailgate when mm. you were. Oh, that was so good. Yep, yep. Put a little bit of sugar in there. You know what I'm saying? 
Now let's read the uh, other part of the super chat. What do you guys think is the worst MCU movie and the worst Sony and Fox Marvel movie? We had the MCU movies ranked for a while there. Didn't yeah, we? yeah, we did. We did. Didn't we all have the same the same one in last place. Yeah, let me grab out my flash drive. Talk amongst yourselves, and I can pop that baby in there and tell you yeah, what we, we ranked. It. We have to. Shit, I gotta think back to the worst fucking MCU. Uh, the worst Fox I mean, movie's gotta be either. Now, fucking... Yeah, we should update it and do it on Patreon again. Yeah, Love and Thunder was real. It was I, like I said, I still enjoy parts of it, but Love and Thunder is really bad. Uh, uh, the second, the second, really. the second Thor is terrible. Like just incredibly terrible. See, terrible. I, I actually am like one of the only people that the it's that one is not like it's not as bad as Love and Thunder for sure, for sure. But I like, I liked, I liked the Dark World. I like it's fine to me. Okay, so on our list, which ran through Endgame, I think, Avengers 4, that'd be Endgame, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So that's where we cut it off because really, is there any point in doing MCU movies after that? For us, the worst one was 22 out of 22 was Captain Marvel. <laughs> the oh, only yeah. person that did not put that dead last was Dion, who had it at 21st. And for his worst movie... For at the very bottom was Spider-Man Homecoming, which I and Nick had that at 21 as our second worst. Jeff had that as his third worst and had Thor 2 as the second worst. But yes, so we had Captain Marvel as our worst of the MCU movies of the 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 the, the original MCU, the 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 first part of the MCU when that actually had something that they were building towards. Right. <laughs> Where they weren't constantly selling you something. Yes, and our number one MCU movie was Infinity War. Yeah. And our number two was the first Avengers. Yeah. And our number three was Endgame at the time. Hmm. Well, we were... Uh... Oh, it was an interesting time back then. Yeah, yeah. It so... was. It's crazy how shit changes, ain't it? Oh, yeah. Now yeah. they have the Marvel's version of Allie fucking McVeal. <laughs> you know, with all the new stuff that's out, I would not put Captain Marvel at the bottom anymore. Mm-mm. I would. Oh put, God, like, the Eternals. The Eternals is really Dude, fucking bad. The Eternals bad. is the worst one. Yeah, it's got to be the Eternals. We we yeah we 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 suffered through that one. That one was uh, was, was literally the only. And I I know I say it every time, but it's the worst one. But it's still one of the most fun times I've ever been in the movies because I, you know, we went to fucking Universal and shit, and we was all hanging out and shit. So like the experience is such a weird feeling with the intern. Like goddamn, that movie's so bad. Like I had to have a great like vacation to save going to see that movie. If any other circumstance, we were all like, we probably should ask for our money back, but we're having a good day. So. Like that's that's how it was the grace of friendship that saved us from having yeah a bad yeah 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 we 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 took terms. yeah we took some some like was it we took some California shots and went went on some rides yeah. that was fun that yeah. was a good day <laughs> yeah oh man that was that was a really good time yeah, yeah I think I'm with you I think Eternals is easily bottom of the goddamn barrel for stiff as bad as bad as the Marvels plural were god eternals is so it the, and the fact that they were trying to be oscar bait i think is what also makes it so bad. yeah 
But also that 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 montage of them on the other red carpet. What do you like? Oh, what do you see? What do you like about the internals? Oh, it's so diverse. Oh, it's so diverse. Oh, it's so diverse. Like yep. all of them kept saying it. It's like that doesn't make it good. Seriously, what's his name? Is lucky that Bullet Train came out after that. Oh, black dude. Yeah. Because <laughs> his, his 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 chubby ass would have been done if. He, that's true. <laughs> that was all he had at the end of that year. Shit, he, we wouldn't have seen yeah, his black but, ass again. Yeah, but Bull Train is actually really good. It was a lot of fun. It is. He it was. Awesome, he's in something else yeah, coming out. Like, oh, go ahead. I was gonna say he's in some new movie coming out. I've seen the trailer for it, and he keeps like popping up in it, but I just can't remember exactly which one it is. Yeah, shit, I can't remember. I feel like I just saw it. Now I know what you're talking about. Fuck, I'm about to look him up here after this question. Um, I I guess I'm gonna have to rank the Amazing Spider-Man two as the worst Sony movie, and Fan Four Stick as the worst Fox movie. Yeah, yeah, yes. that makes sense. yeah. Right. Fan Four Stick for Fox for Sony. I gotta go with um, Dark Phoenix. That is so fucking. Ba- that movie is so fucking bad. That's Fox. Oh shit! Damn, Sony, Sony. Oh, I'm gonna go uh, Morbius. Morbius. It's Morbin time. Um, the the thing that that, that actor's in coming up is called Class of 09. It's an like a it's an FX. So I'm sorry, it's a, it's a show on from Hulu. Oh, okay. So sorry, sorry. Not even a show. It's a TV miniseries. Oh well, good for him. Yeah, FBI agents who graduated from Quantico in 09 are reunited following the death of a mutual friend. And they they in the poster even the, even in the poster they de-age him. That's fucking weird. <laughs> That's so strange. Yeah. Oh well. Now, we have another game of fuck Mary kill from our friend Xavier to God. Blade, Ghost Rider and Daredevil movies. Oh, that's easy. Oh. <laughs> that's easy. <laughs> Marrying Blade, easy, fucking Daredevil, and killing Ghost Rider. Yep, that's where I'm at with it, too. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to marry Blade, fuck Ghost Rider, and kill Daredevil, since there's only one movie. And yeah, the, you really insanity, yeah, and the insanity of Ghost Rider 2 is worth it, so... <laughs> I don't know. I I didn't I didn't like it because like the the guys with the guys who did Crank did that one and it was so fucking disjointed. It was so all, all over the place. It was just like I don't know. Like it was a it was a stark difference from the first one, and I was just like I can't do this. It's not for me. Yeah. Now, even though the sequel to that wasn't as good, dude, Crank Two was a better sequel than the original Crank. I thought. Yeah, it was. Agreed. <laughs> Two was fucking awesome. Yeah, He's the guy's head was dress. in the fucking. Yeah, <laughs> the guy's head was in the fucking aquarium. Oh, dude, it was wild. Yeah, those movies were those movies were ridiculous. Yep. And seeing, so seeing, like that. seeing the outtakes from Jason Statham was just like you know he's having the best time of his life just making this fucking movie. Wouldn't you? Oh, hundred yeah. percent, man. Doing doing all that crazy shit. Yeah, it'd be fun as hell. Oh yeah, Chev Chelios. Oh yeah. Off the yeah. fucking wall. I mean, the part when he comes. <laughs> when he fucking becomes a giant robot and it looks like an old uh, Sentai, yeah, yeah, yep. 
Oh my yeah, god, that gets me every time. Fucking Hooker by Lang just running around all strung out the whole movie. <laughs> well, the movie was called Crank. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, I need to buy those. Hashtag physical media, folks. Physical media. Yeah. Everyone's trying to get rid of it. Even the Fed is getting rid of it. Yeah, dude. Well, that's... Um, it's terrible. It is. But, you know, I'm sure we're going to be okay. Oh, well, hopefully it comes back like vinyl. It might. I'm waiting for like cassettes vinyl. to come back. You say cassettes? Yeah. They sucked, yeah. though. Yeah, they, they come back they too, man. They, they, come, they, they come back as well, too. Yeah, I've seen, I've seen that. Walkman, those have got to make a comeback at some point. Yep. I've heard, I've, I've, I've seen a couple of brand new Walkmans, like rechargeable and shit like that, but they're ridiculously expensive. It's stupid, but people are buying them. Your phone yeah. can do the same thing. Dude, there's been, like, I, I keep getting videos on YouTube on how to, like, rebuild your iPod for some reason. They keep popping up on my fucking feed. It's weird. I don't I I I'm cool with physical technology. I like physical media and all this stuff. But I also kind of dig having all of my devices just in one device. It's like the sound quality on my phone with a pair of Beats headphones is fine. It's good. Like it's as good as an iPod ever was. Like, oh, it's got, you know, more space. I can get my shit from the internet. I don't have that stupid wheel. Like, I wasn't the biggest fan of the iPod. That's why I waited to get the touch one, because I thought it was kind of a stupid thing until uh, that version came out. Then I was hooked. Oh, dude, I loved, I loved my iPod. It was, uh, it was fucking awesome. And then, it, then it broke. I couldn't get it to work again. It pissed me off. Yeah, no, but there's, um, um, God, five or six years? In a while. That is a long time. Like, the, the, the charger and the charge wire were incredibly outdated. Like, there's no way to, like... Um, there's no way to get a new one, so mine was frayed to shit. It was terrible, but I mean, there's a whole thing now. I think on like I've seen on Etsy now where people will you, you can pretty much like order one with like two terabytes of storage and like a brand new uh lithium uh, lithium ion battery with Bluetooth and shit on it. It's crazy. Uh, it's, you know, what? it's always just gonna be something I never get, but hey, more power to you, yeah. So, um yeah, I can't think of another technology that I want to see come back. I'm pretty cool with, you know, the future of whatever we get. I still want physical video games and physical movies, but, like, I don't want them to go back to, like, HD DVDs because of some, like, ridiculous nostalgia. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'll, yeah, I'll deal with, I'll deal with Blu-ray. Like, I'm, I, I'm still, I'm still down for Blu-rays. 4K, I'm still extremely, like, wary of. I only buy, like, what I think I'm going to rewatch all the time. And that I actually love, but let's keep with the Blu-rays. The DVDs can kind of can go away, but we need we need you know we need good sound quality and good video for sure. Oh yeah. Uh, so guys, we got one more episode for the year left. Uh, we're gonna have some fun end of year stuff, folks, for you next week. We're gonna be talking about some of our favorite movies, what we expect out of 2024 what we want to watch in 2024, and a whole lot more. So, uh, guys, anything you want to say before we put this baby to bed? Free yayo. Uh, right. Yeah, sure. Free yayo and Yeezy and Sleazy and Dwarf and Doc and 
<laughs> All the rest of them. Yep. Damn it. Dickory and Dickory. Yeah. Snow White and the Seven Bullshitters coming soon to a theater near you. Folks. <laughs> oh my god! It just it is our head just. That effort, Dollar. It just it's in our head terribly CG'd on 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 little people. Yeah. Like we're uh, Hugh Grant in that new Willy Wonka movie. I'm not gonna fucking watch that. I'm sorry. Nor no. am I. No, I will buy. I will rather buy the 4K of the 60s one and watch it in its glory with Gene Wilder. God bless you, man. I'm probably. I already did that. I ain't gonna lie. I'm. I'm. Me and Timothy Chalamet. We're cool these days, so I might have to go check that shit out. Dude, I saw the ad pop up for it, and it had Rowan Atkinson. I'm like, oh shit, he's in a movie. What is it? And it was the fucking Willy Wanker prequel. And I'm just like, nope. God, he's in it. He's just so weird. He's weird, and. You know, even though I'm dreading the Hugh Grant is the Oopa Loopa thing, like he's just like this weird, like skinny. Do you have a crush on White Dude? And I'm just like, ever since Dune, I'm like, fuck, I'm pretty I, sure I like this guy. <laughs> yeah. Well, folks, if you want to know how the fucking Wonka prequel goes, Dion will tell you all about it. He likes he, it. likes he likes he likes to dominate the, the the skinny white boys. That that's what Dion likes. <laughs> I fucking do. The minute you guys like Nixon, fucking call me a dominator and shit. I knew it was gonna for calm down. <laughs> listen, listen. If you, if you take out your generational trauma on somebody, I understand, all right? You you do it. Right? <laughs> what is generational trauma? Hold on, I need to elaborate, please. <laughs> yeah, I, I I too am interested in what's going yeah. on. Yeah. <laughs> that that's 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 gonna be for the end of the year episode. We're gonna get we're gonna give a social <laughs> lesson on the concept of generational trauma. Generational trauma with the world class bullshit. Oh it's a very god, special episode. I, I, I don't. Oh God! I, I yeah. Let's not let's not do it now. We're ending this episode. I, I'll go into it next time. Oh, fine. I'll allow it. So, folks, <laughs> you got to join us next week for generational trauma, the miniseries oh part two, and we'll uh, part two. I like. We'll ride into twenty twenty four in an amazing way. So, God. folks, thank you for watching. We'll be back next time with more. Go to stealingsolo dot com. Get yourself a book tomorrow. It'll be shipped out by three p.m. And if you buy a book on. Friday night into Saturday, uh, it'll get shipped out by noon that day. And then, folks, we're in the end game. But I'll be going to the post office every day we get these orders in, and they keep rolling in. So thank you, folks, for making 2023 an awesome year. Uh, Stealing Solos moved a lot of books, a lot of books, and it's been a great year for the channel. So we're going off the air with 195K. We'll be back with more content. 200K right around the bend. And then before you know it, 47 million. That's yeah. cool. You know, we're not going to let it go to our heads. Yeah, we will. And our wallets. Oh, oh totally. Oh, Guys, we're getting helicopters, boats. Fucking um, A. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold we're on. Can we, can we can we get a boat where we can land a helicopter onto? Ooh, uh, yeah. You know we're getting those. Ooh. We're keeping And then it, uh, we'll be on opposite ends of like Lake Michigan and we'll just helicopter to each other. I, I like, love hey, that. Hey, Dion wants a cigar. I'll go get it and fly over to fucking Nick's boat and land. Be like, yeah, Dion forgot a cigar. Fly back over, Love land it. on Dion's boat, hand it back to him. And he's Nick's like, dude, I was gonna come with you. All right, hang on, fucking helicopter. Out <laughs> Nick's boat. We'll be wasting so much fucking money on helicopter guests. Well, we also we, we, we also gotta build Briarville as well. So that's gonna be a that's thing. That's true. <laughs> Hashtag Briarville. Make the dream a reality. Yep. Anyway, folks, thank you for watching. We'll be back <laughs> next time with more. But in the meantime, be smart, be safe, be cool, but always be excellent to each other.com. <laughs> 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 <laughs>